You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Genuine Wrestle Boys, podcast of four friends, made better friends through love of Baron Corbin cut his hair this week. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit, he went for it. Hell yeah. Um I'm yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm Zach. Yeah. I'm I'm Derek. And you're fucking breaking news over there, Matt. Breaking news. Of course, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> we had some audio issues that we're trying to record, but luckily we were only a couple minutes in. We're going to just give them a little peek behind the curtain on that. Yeah. yeah. His face is round as hell now. Yep. Baron Corbin shaved his head. School Oak Club is dead. Mm-hmm. Rip in peace. Rip in peace. Well, new uh, leader is just Hogan. <laughs> good luck being the corporate shill Corbin, and I do think that's a good character for you. Uh, it's better than being in the taco challenge with Kurt Hawkins. It's true. Yeah. What are you? Okay. So Brady probably didn't oh, watch this episode yeah. of wrestling. Guess what? We have a guest today. Oh yeah, Brady's here. Brady, heatwrestling.com. Heatwrestling.com. Taco. What's talk? What happened? Uh, there His was. Belly ate a lot of tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Kurt Hawkins said if he wins a match because it was would have been his two hundredth loss. If he wins, he'll give everyone in the arena tacos. He had a tray of twenty tacos, yeah, and that's it. Enough. So he definitely lost. Did anyone eat tacos? I think just, no, they I think just got Baron a, Corbin's tummy. I think they got, dumped, they got dumped all over the place, if I remember right. This is on Raw? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They've had a lot the of they've show, had back-to-back obviously. food segments. Three Except hours. This, was there one this week? Oh. Three hours is a long time to kill. <laughs> yeah. Also, the tacos looked horrible. It looked like there was just lettuce in it. I yeah. know. Yeah. Lettuce and shells. Come on, there guys. There were vegan tacos. Lettuce they didn't even. Or vegan shows. tacos made by someone who has no idea how to exactly. cook vegan food. Yeah, yeah. So is so this lettuce, vegan? Right? <laughs> Vegans like lettuce. They're like cooked in animal lard and just <laughs> yeah, threw yeah, some yeah. lettuce. Hell yeah! Shout out Los Betos. Beans are vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, every person that's eating Los Betos that thinks they're vegan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Isai was uh, went on a little trip. Yep, moving the weekend. It was cool. He went and saw Prestige yes. in Hermiston. Worldwide. I did. And Defy Wrestling in uh, Seattle, Washington. Seattle. Uh, so, yeah, Prestige. I went and saw Friday night. Um, it was cool. I got to see Phil the Tom Mahler wrestle twice. And Schaff. And Schaff wrestle once. He was in a ECW rules match with No Lives Matter. That's his team. Him and Drexel versus the team of Sonico and the Extreme Luchador. The Extreme Ooh. Luchador. Super crazy. You may know Super Crazy from his run at ECW or the 2006 opening house uh, house show match of every Raw live event <laughs> where he'd get, get cheered and do a backflip and that was it. Nice. Yeah, That's it was, a good gig. It was, that is super crazy. Um, that was cool. I mean, King Cash, now the prestige champion because of Santiago, interfered in the match between King Cash and Tom Lawler for the title. Mm-hmm. Saw Simon Grimm wrestle, which he was a lot better than I was hoping he'd be. One half of the VOD villains, right? Yes. What's his like? Uh, what's his gimmick now? Is he just a guy? Yeah, 
a guy that's like better at wrestling than all the other independent guys he was yeah. around because there was just some not good people. Saw a guy that looks like Walmart Dolph Ziggler, who oh, yeah. is Walmart Shawn Michaels. <laughs> so, so it's Kmart Shawn Michaels. Oh, then. Yeah. Kmart customer. No, it's too. it's like not even that. It's like grocery outlet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do your grocery outlet. You can find some sick-ass deals if you go on the right day. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Get some almost expired food. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, get some wadded beef or corn nog. <laughs> I got a bag of potato chips that was as big as, like, Zeno. It was so Fuck good. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. The Pink Mexican chips. Board of Food says this expired three years ago. <laughs> that was a Simpsons joke. Oh. But then I went and saw uh, Defy, and that was really cool. Um, MVP versus Shane Strickland was sick because Shane Strickland, like, his hometown's Tacoma. And so, like, Seattle people just go nuts for him. Like, the fight's kind of built around him. Oh, wow. And so, like, MVP, he's 44 years old, and the motherfucker had to put on his work and shoes. He was sucking some wind at the end yeah. of that. But they were really good. Um, Desmond Xavier and Scorpio Sky fucking stole the show. They were awesome. Had a great match. A lot of high spots. Did a fucking uh, uh, Sasuke special. That was great. <laughs> How scared are you when people do topes or anything out of the ring that they're going to hit the ceiling? Right? Oh, yeah. Like, Super Crazy almost killed Brody King, which was a match I saw. Yeah, that's <laughs> sick. Brody King versus Super Crazy, which doesn't make any sense. So there's not a lot of wiggle room in that building. No, it's a very small, like, like auditorium. Like, it's, like, there's a stage. Man, that sounds so fun. I, I, it looks exactly like the Logan Square Auditorium for AAW, just smaller and not as well lit. Huh. Okay. And not as many pictures of uh, Seth Rollins. <laughs> there was zero. Oh, that's a downgrade. And then shout out, I saw Craig from Brian, Vinny, and Craig. And I listen to him every week. Nice. He seemed to be enjoying... Also, they they have some, like, epic prestige. Some of those people, like, they don't belong on the ring. Yeah. One, This one guy, like, his his tights were, like, baggy on him. And, Ugh. like, looked like it was his first, like, time ever. How many people does it draw? Um, I'd say like two, three hundred, okay. maybe hundred fifty, somewhere around there. I was right by the beer cart, which was cool. But these yes. are like people that are just like off the street. They're like, oh, wrestling tonight. They're they're there to see the wrestling. <laughs> like we're talking like hillbilly gimmick gets over, right? You you for the most part, eighty percent of them. Yeah, there was like when Tom Baller came out. Um, there was like another group of people who I don't know who that was like yelling for like the chop, like his chop gimmick. And then like, um, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Logan. Logan was uh, there. Oh, he yeah. was, he was actually uh, breaking down the ring. So oh, nice. he's probably trying to get in brother, oh, in his, brother in his way up. Oh yeah. 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 Shout yeah. out Logan. Was, oh, yeah. he just, was he at prestige too? He was just at prestige. Oh, okay. Okay. He wasn't breaking down the ring at Defy. He'd have to work a few prestige shows to get oh, on yeah, the fire. Sure. <laughs> I mean, get into promotion if you can. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, hell yeah. No, that's what you do. You got to brother up. Yep. But yeah, good times. I, I haven't seen live wrestling since February, so it was really cool. Nice. Granted, I didn't get to see Night till like I did in February. So <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, but that's super crazy. That was fucking cool. <laughs> I liked Super Crazy. He's like, he looks the same. <laughs> hey, super Crazy should be credited too with kind of like the style that exists now. Pretty much comes from the three ways they did in ECW with uh, Guido and who else were they? 
the interchangeable, the three-way, like the three-way they would do. Tajiri? Like, Tajiri. Like that style, it's like that Japanese strong style with the lucha influence in it. I mean, that's like... Tony Mamaluke. Yeah, that's like what everything's predicated on. It no, sounds pretty point. badass. Yeah, they actually had some really good m- matches with, with that three-way. Yeah. No, he was really good. He can still hit his spots, so... Good for him. Nice. But definitely the prestige match since it was a hardcore match. Just brother in with like trash cans and like the the ninety nine cent like pans. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's like okay, this is great. You can tell <laughs> like, he's that scene in the wrestler, like is this is this good? Hit me with this. Hit me with this. Yeah. Just walking through the dollar store. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was that. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's dope. Um, I well, wish they did that at CCW, but you could tell just whatever fucking DJ Hyde has in his house. <laughs> <laughs> this was a uh, big, big weekend for wrestling, mm-hmm. and, uh, and across across the pond. That's, that's, that's nothing. What, in, in Great was Britain? That, no, that was. A, You're talking no. about the fact that the UK tournament started. Yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah, Derek, I hey, thought that was a great I'm, Japanese. I'm bummed that they had. Uh, I'm gonna do a Japanese. It was, was it Travis Banks beat El Giro, so that sucked. Yeah, but like I like both of them, but yeah. <laughs> Flash Morgan Webster is advancing. Yeah. Nice. This is a solid match. Solid yeah. little ten minute match. Watch that one. That's the only one I've watched so far. Same. But really, I was talking about Dominion. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other pond. Yeah, yeah, the other pond. The bigger pond where you don't have to do a British accent like you did. Uh, yeah. I was talking about uh, Marty Scroll and Will Ospreay. Oh, yeah. okay. That's, That's yeah. what I was d- yep. doing. Was uh, it? Because that, that six-man match is the real big one for you? Yeah, that was the, that was what, what got me. But, yeah, me too. <laughs> it, was, it hit me so hard, I actually went and got surgery on my knee like Mysterio. <laughs> That surgery on my left knee eight times. Damn. Don't try this at home. He does not move like he had fucking. No, he doesn't. But that used to be my favorite part of the WWE DVDs is like they do like bodies have been broken. How do you learn to fall off a 20 foot ladder? (laughs) And then it'd be like, I've had surgery on my left knee eight times. (laughs) It's like, fuck, Mysterio, hang it up, dude. Gotta say, real underrated Mysterio that you do. Yeah. yeah. One time. He's not exaggerating. That's exactly how it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> one time I had surgery, then the doctor had to have surgery on me too, on his left knee. <laughs> He's really had like seven or eight surgeries on his knee. Fucking knee surgeries. But yeah. That's the graphic. That's like the video package from like ten years ago. So he's had like eight more. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Probably. I'm having surgery as I'm recording this. <laughs> Yeah, but let's go down <laughs> the Dominion card. Uh, talk about the cool stuff. Just let's just go through the card because this was a yeah. like top to bottom was a really fun show. It was great. Mm. Are you trying to do the whole thing? Yeah, that's what we do here. The whole thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll like. I mean, for like fucking show and yo, like that match. Oh, cool match! They did great. They're yeah. doing cool. Rocky yeah. Romero was the fucking smartest guy there because he worked himself into an office job. Do you know what was really fun about Dominion too? Because I had never done it. Like fucking got off work. Been on, you never got booked on Dominion? Not yet. Poor Dennis Stamp over there. I took a big <laughs> ass nap when I got home. An from ass work. nap. Yeah. Nice. Took a, yeah, and then. Fucking woke up. It's fun. It's fun staying up all night watching yeah. wrestling. I, uh, I was eating Jack in the Box in a hotel room in fucking Herbiston, Oregon. <laughs> I saw the movie Hereditary, and so Ooh. I was too scared to sleep was it anyway. Super scary? Yeah, I was too scared to sleep anyway, so I was up. I didn't make it. I didn't make it the whole time. Yeah, you were up burying the announcers. Well, yeah, they're fucking creep ass. The best 
announced team okay. is all Those two things are not mutually They're exclusive. good at their job. Like statements, because they are they're very close ass, to calling boobs great. puppies. So they did everything except that. It's mostly callous. Yeah. yeah. But, like, they no, they're excellent at calling matches. Yeah, I just... It's just, it's just. I just, just really don't want them to ever like talk when there's ever a female on yeah. screen. Yeah, and I so. don't like dudes calling each other pussies, so I think that's stupid. <laughs> You're just mostly thinking of Callus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ke- Kevin Kelly, I think, is like one of the best ones. Callus is very like he has two different camps, like ones who really like him, ones who really don't. I'm in the very oft forgotten middle of that where like I enjoy some of it but sometimes I just can't stand it that's why I don't listen to this podcast they're great at calling the matches they're excellent at calling the matches it could be worse you could have striker oof yeah could have Vampiro oh and striker God. Vampiro and striker <laughs> Matt striker hitting on people oh, around him during fucking triple mania Jesus. Jesus real real thing real fucking thing just do your damn job Mr. Striker. yeah, yeah you fucking teaching ass mark bitch you don't Sorry. even have to make hip hop references like Mar Ronaldo. Oh no, no one's Ronaldo. Oh, and I watched his documentary. Eye opening and so good. Good yep. fucking yep. piece of piece of work. Piece of work. Real piece of work. <laughs> it's a real good piece of work. Real it was really, really, really well done. Very hard hitting. We should talk about that. We should. I mean, do like at a later date. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. watch it if you can. I really want to dive into it's on it. Showtime. Watch it if you can. Show in your time. Yeah, show in your time. <laughs> show in your time. That's what time it is right now. Yeah. yeah, that was my segue. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're getting better than Chris Jericho at segways. <laughs> yeah, but um, we're all hey, I want to talk to you about segways. First, <laughs> <laughs> segways. We have segway rentals in Boise. <laughs> BoiseSegway.com. <laughs> Um, so the first match was Suzuki Goon, which is El Desperado, My fucking boy Despy. and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, they defeated Rapongi 3K, which is Shonyo. The junior tag doesn't have anybody in it, so like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It was a cool way to start off the whole thing, though. Yeah, they're was, both good. Yeah, it was solid. It wasn't like it wasn't the Shonyo matches you're used to because it's like, oh, they're not in there with the young. Who's bugs, the guy who's but... blowing smoke out the gun? Rocky Romero. Rocky Romero. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, who's the guy that wasn't in the match? He was yeah. cool. He's former like five time like junior heavyweight champ. Yeah. Worked his way into a fucking office job. He's Fuck like yeah. the li- liaison between the gaijin and like New Japan. Yeah, so good for him. Yeah. yeah. Next match: Taguchi Japan, which is Juice <laughs> Robinson, David Finlay versus Chaos, not even Taguchi, which, is, which I love, which is uh, Jay White and Yoshihashi. Shout out Cole, Cole Jansen, my pal. Yoshihashi looks like he just woke up, no matter when you see him. <laughs> Yoshihashi is a Japanese Eric Andre. <laughs> he is. And no one else ever comments on it, and I say it every time. Everyone's like, oh, I guess so. But he fucking does. He looks just like <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I, know, yeah give, I, see it. I couldn't give two shits about Yoshihashi. <laughs> It's not as good, though, because his pants don't say loose explosion anymore. Like, once the English commentary team came in, somebody must have been like, dude, you can't. Like, yeah. that's not real. You can't do that. <laughs> um, it was cool that like we're setting up for Juice and Jay. Uh, switchblade knife pervert. Yeah. Yeah. And just regular pervert juice. Yeah. <laughs> white, white guy dreads juice. Yeah. Just sublime fam juice. I I like Juice Robinson a I, lot. I, this is my first time I really watched him, and uh, it seemed cool. I I like his work. I hate everything. I hate looking at him. He I, does look like he be. Uh, he like he does like everything about juice. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, there it yeah. is. That's good. He looks like he tours around for like all the fucking summer festivals. Oh yeah. And Everybody loves him, like from wrestling, and like he just seems like a cool dude. And like on Colt's podcast, he just yeah yeah. I mean, he legit had an, a cushy NXT job. Like he was on, he was like a jobber to the stars. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens' first NXT match. Yeah. Oh wow. And he quit. He himself quit. They respected him so much, they let him go through WrestleMania weekend. He had already quit, put his notice, and they let him do all of Access and everything like that just to have fun. Cool. He'll be with the boys one more time. And then he went to New Japan and actually was a young boy there. Not just like, hey, I'm booked in New Japan now. Look at me. I'm in the middle, like the top of the card. Yeah. It was, he was one of the guys getting beat up by Suzuki on the outside. Oh, wow. Like in a, I gotta go a, rewatch some of that because I would <laughs> like to see that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so him versus Jay White would be cool, and I think they're doing it at the Cow Palace, and I think he's probably gonna win. Hmm. Nice, which is fucking cool for him. Yeah, because he's cool. had a really cool journey. Next and he wrestles and, good. Yeah, and he yeah. doesn't yell as much as he did when I first saw him. So yeah. that's that's real good because his voice is a <laughs> trash fire. <laughs> Uh, next match, Suzuki Goon, which is Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. against Chaos, which is Tomar Hiroishi and Toru Yano. I've done the research after this whole paper, this whole event. And you're a big Yano fan now, No, right? Chaos is the faction that I think is the coolest. Oh my god, they are so... I don't think anybody's awesome. ever said that. Not well, even Okada. <laughs> we're, we're with Hot Take Matt. Mm-hmm. That's true. He thinks Naya's good in the ring and loves big cats. No. <laughs> no, and pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ishii's, Ishii's so fucking cool. I love, I love Ishii. Ishii. He's great. Suzuki's fucking frightening as hell. Yeah. yeah. Saber Jr. is really good. Yep. He's still, like, his head still looks way too big for his body. Yeah. Yeah. But I love him. Just anti, anti-FA Zach over there. <laughs> hell yeah. No, Ishii's great. Suzuki's great. Those two going at it is that. Yeah. It's like one of those feuds that needs no buildup. It's just when they get in the ring, even those tags, you can tell. But it's like, dude, it's like if they had, I mean, do they go, have they ever wrestled one-on-one? Yeah, uh, 2012, yeah. I think Bunch was the of last times. big one, though. Because like, I can't imagine those two going for more than like 10 minutes before one of them literally dying. Yeah, well, and they meet up constantly in these tags. Yeah. In the, the Long Beach show that I went to. Hell yeah. They that's another one too. It's like right when those two get in the ring. Oh, that was the one where they were slapping knows. each other and it was so fucking loud. How loud was that in, okay, in real listen, life? Okay, listen. That first the first elbow that Suzuki yeah. threw to him, I was standing by the concessions like on the upper level, went to the bathroom right before it started and the first one he threw was so unbelievably loud. Yeah, it was loud as and shit. And I watched it on the show, like the televised version of it, and yeah. it does not do it justice. Jesus Christ. It was incredible. Damn. Uh, I really liked when Yano tried the low blow, Zack Sabre Jr., and he just caught it, Hell, uh, turned it into a hammer legs. lock with his legs. Zack Sabre Jr. is scary. He, he reminds me of just like a fucking like creature who just can move their body in ways that most people <laughs> can't move their body. Man. He has his big head. Yeah. Okay. He is Slender Man. Just Zack Sabre Jr. in big head mode. Always. <laughs> uh, Suzuki Goon ended up winning. So that was cool. He's big head from Silicon Valley. <laughs> God. <laughs> Also, Ishii chasing after Suzuki with the guardrail afterwards. (laughs) How are those guys as old as they are still, like, putting on the... Suzuki's, like, 48. Yeah. And, like, Ishii's, like, in his 40s as well, I'm pretty sure. They're beating the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. That match got me fucking... I was hooked into the whole... From there on out to the end. Like, it got that adrenaline going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Then we had uh, Hiroki Goto versus Tai Chi versus Michael Elgin. I didn't give a fuck about yeah, this I match. Skipped, I literally skipped this match. I watched it. Oh, it was I, a I had fun nothing else match. to do. It was three in the morning. I had nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I just mean, skipped my Elgin matches. He's I a, know, everybody yeah. hates. Everybody hates Elgin. He's a bad person. But I gotta say, he's he an looked. Excellent wrestler. He's an excellent wrestler, and he looked great. Yeah, that was. Like he lost a ton of weight. He normally really? wears like a, a one piece, right? But like, he was wearing just the trunks. But like I'll say, like this is like not like even like take him out of it. I don't care about Tai Chi <laughs> or Goto. Like, how do you oh, feel about you? Tai Chi, Matt? Oh, dude, they were all pretty good in the ring. <laughs> Have you seen how out of shape Tai Chi is now? Like, he gave up. He straight yeah. gave yeah. up. He moved up to heavyweight because he like but stopped that, working out. It's the a, yeah, by necessity. Yeah. He had to. <laughs> I couldn't believe that when he took his shirt off and got in the ring. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, this would you look like now? Like, what happened?" And that oh, girl's like, she... that girl's all over him, and you know she's just like, "God, like yeah. this dude is so melty." I, didn't, I don't like his character yeah. at all. What are your feelings on Yujiro Takahashi then? Uh, Tokyo Pimp. Yeah. Uh, I really, I, I hate the gimmick. He's a fine worker. <laughs> I, is he? I mean, fine. I said, like, he's a fine New Japan worker. Like, better no, I just wonder, because you don't like his gimmick either. No, I don't. I was guessing if you didn't, if you, like, what you thought on Yujiro Takahashi. No. You don't like the greasy guy no. gimmick? I just, I, no. I don't like anyone who calls himself a pimp. Well, it's a translation. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably lost in translation. Okay. Yeah. He's probably not really a pimp. Well... Yeah, <laughs> he's a wrestler. Well, I don't know the Godfather. Oh, you know like Godfather you know is in the you know WWE Hall of Fame. And Godfather mind. legitimately like runs a strip club. Like I mean, he's dude. like one like. <laughs> I just can't. I I, so like I'm just saying. I'm just selective about my perverts. I like the guy that eats chicken. That's not. Oh, that's, that is not my brand of pervert. Hiromu Takahashi. Oh. No. No, he's talking about Taguchi. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's not a pervert. He just has a steel Taguchi? ass. Everyone calls he is him a, pervert. a pervert. He has a steel ass. He has. He has like, a funky weapon. Uh-huh. Yeah. The jersey number sixty-nine pervert. on his shirt. I like, and I like him eating chicken and then feeding it to people. <laughs> it's funny. No. Um. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Yujiro Takahashi, to be honest, either. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of it's lost in translation. But yeah. Michael Elgin won the, that belt. With the never, never open weight. That that belt used to be like so sick when it was like Ishii versus Shibata. Oh, shit. Just beating the, oh, just yeah. beating the shit out of each other. What, was, was that Wrestle Kingdom a couple years ago? Yeah, that's that was the first Wrestle Kingdom I watched all the way through. Yeah, and that's like, that match as... Dangerous and unrepeatable as it is, it's quite a spectacle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Great. Next match: the Young Bucks versus Los. Los Nada and Evil. <laughs> what faction do they belong to, Derek? Tell yeah. me right now. Los Ingobernables de Japón. Oh, you got pretty close. Yeah, was good it. enough. I was laughing near nigger. Ingobernables. The ungovernables. Yeah. Of Japan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, shout out Cien Almas. Yeah, yeah, so what yeah, what is up with that? He started that? Yeah. Yeah, started Mexico. the original. Him and Rush. And and, okay. Oh, so they just they're the Japanese 
Yeah. Yeah. So what's when they went on the excursion Fashion. to Mexico, they like adopted Naito into okay, that. And I then, heard that, and I was wondering, did Andrade almost wrestle in New J- for New Japan? Yeah. Ever? Okay. He was the IC champion. Oh really? I gotta I gotta dive. He back. beat Nakamura for it. Damn. Damn. And then also lost it to Nakamura. Hmm. Well, that's with the IC title. Sounds like that a compelling story. Standard. W- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but this was a, I mean... Great match. Young yeah. Bucks are the best tag team. Oh, so good. Yes. The Young Bucks are the best. And these yeah. people that, like, try to question this <laughs> and say things, it just blows my mind. Well, I think my it, favorite thing about them is when people, like, talk shit about them, then they do what people are, like, saying that they don't do. And then they say they did it too much. <laughs> and it's fucking unbelievable. No, they're great. The way they Nick don't Jackson, sell enough, and then like they sell. A Nick very Jackson good selling amount. that ankle, fucking, was so perfect. That was really great. Oh my god, it was such a good match. Yeah, I've never not liked the Young Bucks since I've been new. Found out who they were. Like the first time I saw a picture of them, I was like, I don't like these guys. And the second I saw them wrestle, I was like, oh, okay, they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. sold ten thousand tickets. Yep. In and thirty it, minutes. No, that was more Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, they suck at Street Fighter. I watched have, them play today. They have Funkos. <laughs> they, I also watched that, but uh, they sold four of them to me. Hell yeah. Funkos? Uh, no, four, four tickets Funkos. to All In. I'm four of the ten. That's right. We're going. Woo! Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to yeah. wait for the DVD to come out. <laughs> that, you guys don't want to watch because Cyrus is going to be commentating. <laughs> no, that's super cool. It's super crazy, if you ask me. super crazy. <laughs> get that? I did. Um, no, but they're the best tag team right now, and they're probably going to go down as one of the best tag teams of all time. Yep. Like, fucking print that right now. Write it down, somebody. Matt, write it down. I don't have any fucking... I don't... <laughs> yeah. They are. So, you know, do you have a pen? Midnight's. He's not listening. Better than the rock and roll. Yeah, they're great. Do you think they're going to... So, do you think they're ever going to move up? Big question. They are. Oh, like move up to yeah. a different thing. Yeah. I don't I think they'd lose money at this point. They yeah, I'm yeah. not saying right now. This is the thing. Honestly, what I believe after seeing this with Omega as well, the amount of money that it would take to get them would make them have to go past NXT. I'm not sure if WWE's willing to do that. They only did that with AJ because people were hurt. He would have gone to NXT. Yeah. Well, and I think that I mean, the only time I could see them wanting to go is when they need to slow down. I don't even necessarily think it's them slowing down at this point. I think it's if they want the like challenge, the challenge of going there and doing what AJ did, and like not and yeah, still having have, like, that level of match. Think about like what it always goes back to. Like thinking about stuff like this, it goes back to this quote CM Punk had when he was like, "I'll wrestle Dwayne." That sounds like a challenge. Like to me, it's like in like their heads are like, we've conquered this. This sounds like a fucking challenge. Let's go be this great over there. Yeah. Also, I feel Kenny Omega the next couple of years is gonna almost kill himself and need to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I almost disagree though because I feel like they know now that they're gonna have a greater influence on wrestling doing what they're doing now. I mean, if what happens, whatever happens with All In, like they could start their own promotion. But I mean, won't. listen, you're gonna know. By Wrestle Kingdom, by the end of Wrestle Kingdom, probably what they're what they're going to do at least in the next year or two. Yeah, but 
I don't know. I just can't. I think they're too smart. They know what would happen to them as a tag team in WWE. They have complete control right now. Yeah. They have and all they'd have the to leverage. Re, they'd have to relinquish control. Yeah. yeah. And they'd have to take a sum of money that's probably, I mean, they're making a ton of money. Like, they're, make, they're top of the indies. Yeah. And plus some. If but, they go to WWE, they're going to work a way harder schedule. Yeah. For that amount of money, which they could make more money, sure. But they're going to be away from their families. That's one of the things what why they say they do what they do now yeah and they can always scale back they don't have to go into new japan and do all these crazy things they're They're showing it right now they're gonna be big names forever like people will have a shitty card and then the young bucks like they'll shell all their money out for the bucks like they're fine they're not an indie though they're they're ring of honor new japan only yeah that's true they only do international indies and even then it's usually like uh ott and like ireland and like rev pro and stuff like that it just comes down to like what we were talking about before we started recording it's like if the little kid in you that's like i want to wrestle in the wwf or wwe is that enough to at some point make them make that switch just to say they almost everybody like which is this is a reason for and also against because i feel sometimes they're just like so against trying to go against the green everybody usually ends up going Mm -hmm. yeah like well like Name, like, who's an indie guy, a big indie guy in the last 10 years that hasn't gone? The only one's like, I can think of is Jay Lethal, and for some reason they just won't sign him. Like, Christopher Daniels is, like, the next one. Because he's old. He's old as dirt. He's old as dirt. Like, and he was, he was part of WWE, brother. You ever watched uh, WWF Jacked? Oh, shit. Or Metal? No. Shock of Saturday Night. Jesus, Was he on no. one of those? Yeah. What? That's... <laughs> That's wild. And Those weird, are some 90, 98, 99 Saturday night fucking syndicated shows. Yeah. Damn. But only time will tell what they're going to do. I, yeah. I, I think it's literally like if they want the challenge and they, the like cliche of the WrestleMania moment. Like, yeah, also, I think, I think if they really like, it's also going to depend on how big New Japan's going to be getting. Yeah. What happens to all of it because Vince will want to shut it down and he knows that opening up his checkbook with these couple billion dollar deal skis that mm-hmm. they're just about to be signing. It could change a lot. May not happen this year, but 2019 to 2020, that's when I think you're going to really see something crazy. Things are changing. I really think they're going to stay. Well, it'll be fun, fun to find out. Only, only time will tell. What was the next match? The uh, next match. Bullet Club. Cody, Hangman Page, and Marty Skrull versus the old, wow, wow, wow. versus the old boys Tanahashi, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Rey Mysterio Jr. It was okay. I'll, for my take on this, it was a privilege <laughs> to see those three wrestle together. <laughs> the superhero team. team. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> the, the Justice League. But I thought that match was a little underwhelming. For what? Maybe my brain was just like, "This is so cool," and then it's like, "Oh, okay." All well, right. when you it's see like fine six man tag match. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it was there was no story. No, like, real thing, like, reason why this was happening. Yeah. It was just, like, a novelty match, and it was cool, and, like, Marty called out Mysterio before, so it's like, yay. Yeah. But, like, other than that, it just was whatever. I mean. It was cool to see Co- Cody's okay, yeah. like, in the ring. He's not the best. Like, he's a lot more character-based. Mm. He's getting a lot better in the ring. Yeah. Like, don't he get me wrong. He can carried to great matches, car- and he can have good matches. Tanahashi's, like, I think, like, like one string is holding him together. Yeah, yeah. I want him to take a year off. Masuyo like in year the middle off. of the match was getting surgery on his left knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his mask was really that was really cool. Yeah, he had the, it was the New Japan logo was yeah. his face. Yeah. Marty's really good, but I mean Hangman Page has like 
great charisma outside of the ring and like being the elite, but like in the ring he has like negative charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and he's still like really young. Yeah, like, he's, he's gonna, really talented. He's physically. great. Like like with wrestling, just like he just needs to put like outside of the ring when he tell he's comfortable like with his friends to inside the ring where it's mm-hmm. he's with fucking Ray Mysterio Jushin Liger yeah, yeah. yeah. another thing about Hangman Page I learned recently that I Hangman? appreciate Hangman the Hangman Hangman Page yeah. uh, is that okay. he's the one that nixed the like coming to the ring with a noose cause he's like I don't want the racial implications of this and I don't oh, want nice. to make people feel uncomfortable so that's why yeah. he just comes with the rope now yeah well, yeah. Oh. yeah cause he it wasn't his choice for that gimmick he's like I'm not gonna bring a noose to the ring yeah. anymore it, it, it's like I'm not gonna do that but like also I'm not gonna say not to like, not, not to give you this name, and because like you're giving me that little push ski. Yeah. yeah, right. Give I mean, me like, the show, brother. Like a hangman. It's like a cool like. I mean, it's, it's like creepy and like cool. Yeah, he like leaned into the western. Aspect yeah, yeah, which not, I like. I like. Yeah, I like the idea of dicks a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's the like hangman. Oh, yeah. he's hung. He lost that battle. So was, yeah. I just wish he would play a game of hangman with his opponent. Well, they kind of tried something like that, and his oh, name was no. Dean Douglas in, in the 90s. It was Shane Douglas. It sucked. You don't want to bring a chalkboard hey, to the ring. intercontinental champion. <laughs> that was a good 12 minutes. <laughs> um, Jushin Thunder Liger also had a match against a fox this weekend. He pl- I don't know when it was. He he pitched. He threw the first pitch for a baseball game. Oh yeah, that was real. That was real good. And hit the mascot, and then they they like had oh, a Jesus. really fake ass match. Did you guys match. see that video at the Nippon Ham Fighters game? Of Ricochet oh, and definitely. two other people playing tug of war with that lioness. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they lost. Yeah, Lions are strong as fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lion. They're so strong. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lion. But it was just her mouth. She was holding the rope. Yeah, they got strong jaws. I know. So they bite their prey. Not, like this. Yeah. <laughs> Super Matt Hardy. It's my anti-ASMR noise. This is an unlistenable episode. <laughs> Call the weird... No- Stop it. Jesus fucking oh. Christ. <laughs> uh, next match. Uh, we're getting into the big three. We don't have any more listeners. They all stopped listening after all that nasty <laughs> well, noise. No. Dr. Blurg, you're still there. Dr. Yeah. Blurg, thanks for listening still. The big three of the night, or maybe the year... Uh, Hiromo Takahashi against Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay had a death wish. Yeah, but they they didn't die, which was like my thought that they were yeah. going to. Well, they did everything in the first five minutes, and then the rest of the match was like pretty chill. But goddamn, it was a great match. Will Ospreay yeah. is so fucking good. Yep. He can literally fly. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Is that thing off the ramp? Like Jesus. he like went up. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. He, it was like there's no way, like that's way too far to jump. Then he almost clears Takahashi. Have you like have you ever played like uh, fuck? It was Mortal Kombat. There was the Kano move where he like oh would, flies like over. Yeah, it was that. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, when he pulled the the mat aside and exposing the concrete uh, beneath the ring. I was like, God no! Like, I no. knew exactly what spot they were what, setting up. And I was yeah, by the whole match. And what board. sucked is for Takahashi's when he was giving the move, he's the one that lands on his ass, and then uh, luckily um, Osprey landed on the fucking mats. Yeah, yeah. that would have killed him. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, they were beating incredible. the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they uh, that match is given four and three quarter stars. Yeah, from Dave Meltzer, which is still means it's like a an epic epic match, almost yeah. five star match. It's so crazy if you think about this, like kind of jumping ahead just a little bit. Those last three matches on this card, 
any other card would be considered like this is the match of the night, match of the year candidate, and like there's really one that everybody's talking about, which is yeah. wild. Yeah, it's very similar to like Wrestle Kingdom 11. Like the three matches before the like the main event were all like four and a half to five stars. Every like almost like every Wrestle Kingdoms had that though. Like I watched, started watching at nine. Yeah, that was the first Wrestle Kingdom I watched, and like I loved the Shinsuke Nakamura Kota Ibushi match. More than uh, Tanahashi versus Okada, but it was like oh, Tanahashi versus Okada is really good too. It was like from then on, it was just like great. Yeah, yeah. They always just end up on those big shows having like two, three, four matches that are like, oh fuck. How about that butterfly pile driver? Oof! Oh my god, wow. Dude. terrifying! I'm not. I've watched him People's do that now. Are fragile. Yeah. <laughs> How do you protect yourself on that? You don't. I don't understand. Where the work is, there isn't much of one. Like, he's basically landing on his head and neck. Yeah. And same with that, like, weird, like, driver, like, thing that he did to Hiromu, like, out of the triangle. Like, that was also just straight on his head. That was by design, too. Yeah. Yeah. They can't help themselves. They have to have at least one or two head drops. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Every time I see it, it's like, it's, I mean, Honestly, it's cool as shit, but it's also like, oh my god! I'm just so thankful for the schedule they work whenever I see that because yeah, I they know they have of time off. Time. Like, because like that's the real issue with the concussions is like the little ones building up and over, like not healing enough. So if they're getting them, at least they have time to let them heal. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and Takahashi kicked ass, fucking kicked ass. He yeah. won the fucking tournament, and he fucking beat Will Osprey. Yeah, yeah, came out of it as over as he could possibly be mm-hmm. at that level. Mm-hmm. One thing that New Japan d- does is they're able to, like, they don't fucking try to, like, swerve and fuck the fans over. Nah. And, like, do some weird shit. And it's like, all right, cool. This is, like, this is his time, his year. We're going with him. They don't just, like, half dog it and be like, we're going to give you this win, but then you're going to lose here, but then you're going to beat him on Raw. You're going to lose here, though. It's like, no, you won the fucking tournament. You beat everybody. Now you beat him. Now you're the champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done. And that's it. Yeah, they get behind people. Like, when you see somebody that you think has a lot of potential, they don't beat them their first night. They actually get behind them. Yeah. And they don't 50-50 them until they're Dead. gray and yeah. the same. And it's worked every, yeah. nearly every time. And the guys that it doesn't work with, you just cast them aside, mm-hmm. put them in the undercard, and or then move on to the next guy. Like someone like Naito, like send him away for a you while. Send him to Mexico. And retry it again. <laughs> or they become Hiroki Goto. Fine. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Like, he has a good spot on the card too. Yeah. His and G, his G one totally final with Omega's was a really good match. Actually, yeah. I was so worried that he was gonna win that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a nice thing with New Japan. You don't really have to worry, like, Ex- except for their safety. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't know. You don't. I felt it was. I felt like it was Naito's time at Wrestle Kingdom. But in retrospect. That's not true. Yeah. Like, now when you see what we're going to get to, obviously that wasn't the right move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next I, match. I, I think, oh. before we go, think of that. It's not even that there was a right move. It's just like, because him winning the title then too would have been really cool. Yeah, that also would have been the right move. Like, they they set themselves up for, like, success no matter like, what. Yeah, no matter where they go, it's like, it wasn't like the shit's in the best. It was like, this is good and this is also good. But, like, to transition to the next match, mm-hmm. Naito having a six-month or seven-month title run 
is one thing, but to put him in the ring with Jericho almost does him more favors than just getting the belt. He's yeah. going to get the belt. Everybody knows eventually he's going to get it. But if you get in the ring with Jericho, I mean, that's like that's like CM Punk getting The Undertaker and not a title match at that WrestleMania in, in 2013. Being in the ring with Taker was a lot more valuable than just winning the title or having the title. It's yeah. the spectacle of the match you're in. Yeah. And it seems like they're good yeah. at covering their bases on all those fronts. And I just kind of think it's funny, you know. Oh, no. That people always talk about that, you know, the main event. The true main event of that WrestleMania was uh, Undertaker and Punk. And Punk said, fucking pay me like it was. <laughs> it's a good time. Thanks, Trips. Uh, next match, Chris Jericho against Naito. Jericho coming out, just looking real weird. Oh my yeah. God. I, I, like, it's not a phase, mom. I absolutely 100% believe that he knows how shitty that looked. And he's like, I need to find a way to make people hate me again. Yeah. Like, because yes. he, he knows, like, that was, it's so f- he looked like just a trash pile. He looked like a juggalo. Yeah, he well, he, he looked like he was inspired by Clockwork Orange. He looked like an extra, like from like that fucking Panic at the Disco music video. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like that hasn't gotten out of that makeup since that video was shot. <laughs> he just was trying to close the goddamn, goddamn door, door, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Man. He beat the shit out of Naito. Yep. So, oh my I was God. so I terrified. Crazy, like Bruiser Brody asked Japan Jericho. Okay, so this is before the match even started, right? N- Naito comes out. and There Jericho was like just, eight minutes before the bell. He right? was bleeding out of his fucking eye. That yeah. was horrifying. Jeez. And it was also the eye he does the thing with his hand with. It was on the right. Oh, okay. It still looked cool. But he probably had to be doing that to even see out of it. So. Yeah. God. The thing about Jericho, too, in Japan, to watch him work... And just like to compare it, just compare it to his last run in WWE, mm-hmm. you can just see it when he works. It's like there's like this crazy freedom where you can tell he's just oh, like yeah. having a blast. Well, Brady, you want to know why? It's because I started doing DDP yeah. yoga. <laughs> and you know what you can do with my friend, Diamond Dallas Page. You know, people say that these matches I've had in Japan are the best matches of my life. That's all because of DDP yoga. That's exactly how that goes. <laughs> Have you heard, I hate to sidetrack, but I always made fun of his transitions. They're very professionally, they're good. So I, I trick think, me sometimes. I realize now some of the things he says, I think he knows they suck. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. But have you heard the ones he had to have just done them on the road or something like he realized oh fuck i haven't done my commercials where the sound is completely different no there's those but there's one where he's hammered fucking drunk (laughs) have you not heard it i'm sure i have he slurs all of his words it's fucking insane listening to him struggle through it but he's like determined he's like i gotta do it (laughs) yeah he is working his fucking ass off right now Mm -hmm. like he has a podcast. He's in a band. He has this. He's had this crazy ass match. The cruise is coming cruise. up. That now he's brought Impact on to as well. Like he's like getting from different promotions to work together, like while doing all this shit yeah. for himself. Is the Rock and Rager well. at Sea? Bet be a pretty good time. No, I would go if I could. But yeah, Jericho karaoke with fucking Pat Patterson. <laughs> but yeah, Jericho winning like that. Honestly, I kind of had the suspicion that he might win, what, but I still would never. I thought they it. said that it was a non-title they match. They did. They fucked well, up. Well, he fucked oh. up, but that's and Cyrus okay. said right after he was trying to like cover for him. Okay, because like, no, yeah, I was, I was confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they lost the plot on the whole Naito hating that belt story because yeah. he hates that belt. Yeah, He's which just is not bringing it out, which was perfect. Like the way he was like 
he just dropped it halfway down the ramp when mm-hmm. he was coming up. Mm-hmm. Better care than he used to take. Oh, yeah. Of that, of that, yeah. old, of that belt. He's and it was a poor old belt, it. too. A poor old IC belt before they replaced it. This match was just so cool. And it's like, he has like these different characters. Jericho does like for a reason. And like, there was an interview he did, and he's like, Yeah, I do this. Was like, I'm never going to go on US soil and like drop my name down to do an indie or like run over here. It's like, I'm not going to compete with Vince on there because he still wants to leave the door open. He's like, mm. The fucking smartest business guy. Yeah, he's like, yeah that's why he's not going to be on has- the Cow Palace show. Exactly. Right. He's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be in the US one. I'll go in Japan and I'll go do this. I'm not going to go do Ring of Honor. I'm not going to do indies. Because I'm still going to be able to go and go, hey, Vince, let's give me another six-month run ski and make some coin there. And there was something He so, is smart as shit. And there was something so cool about going back to that match, like how so it, before the match even started, <laughs> Jericho throws Naito into the rails, beats him up, and then busts him through that table, beats him up some more, takes him over to that announce table, does a fucking, what does he do on it? Power uh, bomb? Yeah, power bomb onto it. And then later in the match, Naito does the exact same thing. He uses the rails, takes that broken table that Jericho put him through, hit him Pile drives that, him and almost kills him. And pile drives him onto that same table. And it was just really cool. I liked it a lot. I love the story that they also told, too. It's like... Like Naito is like the like more has more stamina, like almost like the better athlete right now. It's like, oh yeah, he we- he was able to weather that storm and last. Now Jericho's one sucking wind, and yeah, like, and, then he's, and he makes a fucking comeback after yeah. just taking a fucking also like the fact that he can still do like those lion salts like at the end of the match. Yeah, like wow, that's yeah. like because he's not even like in the best ring shape. He's no, been. and that move is a fucking terrifying move. Like people have literally been paralyzed doing that. Hayabusa, <laughs> yeah, Hayabusa, and like that's a scary move for him to still be doing like that. Yeah. I'd hate to bury WWE on this you, podcast. Oh, do you? <laughs> but it is, I know that a lot of these top guys like Cena and, and Jericho, that when they do podcasts or do interviews, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, nobody's being held back. You know, you control your destiny. But to see him work in New Japan, I think it's a huge indictment on WWE's creative and just the way they book and the restrictions they have, like within segments and within matches. Because you watch Jericho and it's like, WWE well, definitely has their thumb on everything. If they, but, if they don't like where something's going, they can squash it immediately. Yeah. Right, but, but you look at Jericho in that run with Owens, and it was great. Yeah. It was great, but I didn't look at that run and just be like, God, Jericho's the greatest of all time. But yeah. when you see him wrestle these two matches he has in New Japan, it's like you have this whole other view of well, Jericho now. He's also playing to a different crowd. He's yeah. allowed to be more extreme. Sure. And he's also a creative person himself, whereas maybe other wrestlers... Now, hold on. Did you say extreme? <laughs> My name is Paul no. Hayden. No. No. <laughs> no, Paul. Go home. Uh, but um, it is. It's incredible to see him yeah, with no restraints. But I feel like he might be the only person who could... One of the few people who could do that. Cena couldn't fucking do that. Ah. I would give Cena. I would give Cena. I don't I, know. If he, he couldn't have that level of match. like that. I don't think he. I don't think he has that mind. Here's a fucking one that I think could. Randy Orton. I've said this for years. You think Randy Orton, if you just let him go, could fucking? Yeah, he absolutely. His he is good. That's true. And he is everything really, he does really in the ring is so crisp and like precise. He'd be almost like a machine gun, Carl Anderson. Over if he was motivated to do it and like. Had the freedom to do it, like probably, I think that's the big one. If he's motivated, he's, he's, if he's motivated because he's not. Bored. I think Look he, at his face in the last like four years of okay. his matches. I think he's bored, but I don't think he's bored by his paychecks, and oh, that's not all he cares all. about anymore. Straight up, I just think there's a lot. There's a lot to be said if you did in WWE give these guys a chance. 
to create their own angles or at least tweak their own angles mm-hmm. oh. and be really in control so of their better. segments. Yeah. So you'd find you'd find a lot of guys who I mean, are a lot less talented than you yeah. thought, yeah. but you'd find guys where you'd be like, holy shit, like, you would never have yeah. gotten this from that and person. And you probably wouldn't get you'd shit get... like Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley. In a oh, no, no. no. Obstacle, Obstacle course. course. That was sick. Um, but, like, I mean, look at what Cena did, like, with those matches with AJ Styles. I think if you sent him to work with, like, Tanahashi or any of the top guys over there, like... He would step his game up. It wouldn't be the, quite the same, but Dude, he would play Cena versus Tanahashi. I would play the character of John Cena. Dream I would true. pay so much money to see John Cena and uh, Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. And kind of to go with that, like with all this, like kind of when you let the reins off, like the Roman reins. No, not him. <laughs> oh, bam. <laughs> I mean, if WWE every now and then would do that, like in their past, like they did it with Edge when he was doing that shit with Mick Foley. They did it with Randy Orton when he was doing the Legend Killer shit. Then with Mick Foley, they're like, fine, fuck it. Like, here's a something you can seek your teeth into. Like Shawn Michaels and uh, Chris Jericho. Like that whole thing was mm-hmm. like them. And that was like Jericho says like it's his best, it his favorite angle he's ever done because it was like them doing it, not like. Them yeah. just trying to do some shitty yeah. TV Even segments. Even like the Cena HBK like Raw match after WrestleMania, like that was them going to like letting John Cena prove that he could wrestle. Yeah, and, like and putting him in the ring with HBK that could lead them to that match. And so like, like it's funny that like it's, that they all do. They all they all always say, "Oh no, it's like your only limits what you can do." And you hold everything in your hands. Like, no, like Edge still says that to this day too. But then he looks at his fucking like if he just looks over to his left and there's Christian there. It's like this guy was fucking really talented. He got like two runs with the belt. One of them was for like six days. Mm-hmm. Like it was look bullshit. at the shit that he was doing in in TNA in between like his runs in WWE and like that proved like how good he was. There's so many people from that era that say Christian was the best worker in the company that mm-hmm. whole time he's there, and like. But for some reason, he only ever got over on character stuff. But they, and they, I know Edge knows that they all know it. They're just giving political answers because they interviewed the Revival on their podcast. And they talked about how, oh, you know, the Revival, God, you guys have so much potential. You have all these great ideas. You have, you know, the instincts to be a top tag team. And look what they've done with them. And like, they couldn't have just forgot how to get over. Did (laughs) they just forget? Yeah, Yeah, they did. I don't know. No, no. I mean, they got outshined by the B team, so no, they get sti- <laughs> they get stifled because it's like not. I don't know. There's more than enough fucking time on TV to go around for everybody, but anyway, they just let it. Big Cascot talk. For you play minutes. to an audience of one, yeah. And if he doesn't think it's and apparently, like from like what it seems like is sometimes like the writers and producers, like they don't like fucking correspond with each other and so it's like all right cool we can't have like a totally clean finish let's do this kind of roll up like one producer says that in one segment and then like fucking the other ones say the exact same thing the next thing you know you have like five fucking distraction roll-ups on a raw got five Mm. for roll-ups dude i could go for for roll-ups but yeah there is a lot of a lot of people like to say there's not shackles in wwe like in nxt like you can even still like see that there is like hey you got to play a little bit more to the style but there is a lot more freedom you could tell they i mean ricochet's not getting like the verbiage like they have to in wwe yeah, yeah. not gonna say like, call people like homie and stuff like that yeah. like, oh man like and like velveteen dream's not gonna get scripted like that it'd probably be like way worse and like a little bit more like 90s gold dust yeah, if it was be, yeah like yeah. totally scripted and so, like, that's why, like, NXT feels, like, a little bit more different because it's one writer of the N Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And so, yeah. Mm. And fucking Red Rooster for some reason. <laughs> and they have editing. 
even on like the takeover shows when yeah. you when you when you have Shawn michaels as like your main producer triple h and terry taylor you have three guys one writer everything's way more streamlined and it makes a lot more sense you're able to do things and they play to people's strengths almost like paul lee would in ecw it's like i know this guy's good at this like fucking yeah you didn't have sandman go out and do like a technical clinic of like yeah they match. they have fucking lars sullivan beating jobbers yeah. up in the fucking pc and it looks awesome yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah that was a real fucking tangent yeah good. Jericho That's good. But great match though super good jericho's two matches he's had with new japan have just been fucking great uh and it looks like they're setting up maybe to give evil a little bit of a rub but I mean, who fucking knows at this yeah. point? Jericho's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I'm yeah. interested to see that match because like Evil's a solid. Worker. I mean, everything like, is evil. Everything is evil. Actually, I will say this. Just no, you know what? I'll save this for after the Omega thing. It was just a a direction they could go. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, but I still. What's next for Naito? Is he gonna Omega? Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's Especially like right now, like in that match, he like was getting heel reactions, people booing him, going back to like some of his old heel tactic ways. Yeah. Like, Which is fucking wild because yeah. like Jericho's like the definite heel. Yeah. But it's yeah. like people he's such just, a star. People were just mad that like Naito was going back to like like sinking to that level after mm -hmm. he's like come up now. So like he can be a heel against Omega. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll just say it now. Yeah. From, you know, Semper Vivi and Adam do their show. And Big audio nightmare. Adam laid out the scenario that I thought was pretty cool. Because there's obviously the Naito, Omega, that whole situation. I think that's separate. But he was just saying, just, I'm going to be brief with it. But he was saying something where you could do a thing where if Naito's not going to get back to the Intercontinental, he's going to go straight for Omega. You could have Jericho wrestle Okada. Mm hmm. And you could have something where Jericho just brutalizes Okada after a match or something like that. And then the guy that saves him, which is like crazy but cool because of the way kind of New Japan's been built the last, you know, eight years, is have Tanahashi come out and make the save for Okada, which would set up Tanahashi and Jericho. And then that would be the final Jericho match at Wrestle Kingdom in New Japan. Yeah. I would not yeah. say no to that fucking yeah. Yeah. No, that would be fantastic. I would pay the exact same amount of money. I have for New Japan, but <laughs> I would love to watch. I'd that probably match. renew my subscription yeah. at that point. That'd be a really cool match. Like, what a fucking main event style that mm -hmm. would be. And then that would be Jericho would get Omega. He would have had Naito, Tanahashi, and Okada. Yeah, and that's his run. The yeah, four. Right. Yeah, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I would love that. He well yeah. didn't wrestle to Gucci, but that's fine. <laughs> tai Chi. Yep. Um, <laughs> so then the last match of the night. Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada, holy fuck! Was this okay. was the greatest match of all time. <laughs> Dude, it was so good. Yeah, it this was so absolutely good. was. I mean, and the whole story, the whole story that spanned over like years now, is so fucking. But two guys having their own separate stories that yeah. lasted that long. Yep. Mm. And now that he has the power of love and golden love, he and could finally do it. Mm. He and, could finally beat Okada in a fucking two out of three falls match that lasts what sixty five, sixty six minutes. One like hour that. and four minutes and fifty seconds. Dude, that's fucking yeah. long. Think of every two out of three falls match you've seen in WWE and compare it to this one. Oh, not yeah. doesn't come close. Doesn't come close. That match was so goddamn good in a style of like in a stipulation of a match that you can only do so many things, and it was that fucking good. Well, yeah. and like it's like 
the the big thing with wrestling is the pin happens because they're so gassed. And then you got to do it two more times. That's what I thought was so cool about this because fucking Okada got the first pin. Oh, like, what, half hour too. in? Yeah, yeah, sneaky way. Half hour in. They, yeah, yeah. Because um, like you, you always know, like especially getting there, like nobody's kicked out of the One Wing Angel, and no, like and then the Rainmaker. Mm-hmm. And so when they do like that sneaky ass pin, you're like, okay, like you don't know necessarily know what's gonna happen because nobody's hit their finish yet. Yeah. yeah. And, and so like Meltzer and Alvarez talked about this on their review of it. It's like when Omega hits that fucking one-winged angel for the second fall, you're like, oh, shit, he's going to lose. He's going to lose. Because we haven't seen a Rainmaker yet, and he just hit his fucking move. Yeah, and then Mm -hmm. the fact that he hit another one, and they got, like, tangled up in the ropes and did it is just, like, furthered that even more. Like, oh, my God, he hit it again, but he's not going to hit three of them in this match. Mm -hmm. And Cyrus put over so huge that first fall that Omega had to win the first fall. Yeah, and he didn't win it. Yeah. Cyrus put over so huge, like this is a disaster. Like this is bad. How is he gonna do it? And then once Kenny got that second fall, I love how after that with the one winged angel, which was awesome, and then after that it was just two men trying to fuck, fucking put each other away. Yep. It was like desperation move mm-hmm. after desperation move. It was awesome. Yeah, and the fucking the the rainmaker that Okada did and didn't have the follow through on, it just collapsed. Like the callback to the the callback to when Kenny collapsed and he missed it because of that. I I love the um, like what Cyrus was doing. It's like he has to beat him two times in a row. Like he can't do it. Like nobody, like, nobody, nobody's done that. Like beat him once. And it's just like one of those things. Like, what is he gonna do? Like, he's so fucked. And then with the um, at the end of the second fall, when Gato's there, like trying to buy time, because fucking Gato was making that o- match. So Okada yeah. was yeah. dead. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit! Like, like they put over just how fucking strong the one winged angel is. They don't bury fucking finishes. And that's another thing about New Japan, too. It's like yeah. when it's time to go with a guy and you can really feel it, they do it. And you could tell the crowd, even it's a, you know, he's Canadian, but it's a white guy uh-huh. fighting a Japanese guy. And that whole crowd wanted Omega to win. Oh, yeah. By yeah. the end of that match, everyone wanted Kenny to win. Yeah. Like, I mean, the last title match, he had the one against Tanahashi, too. Like, the way they've turned Okada heel with the crowd without turning him heel just mm-hmm. by making him dominant is like amazing yeah because like he's just getting more and more cocky because but he like deserves it yeah that's what makes him hateable is because like he deserves like to be cocky oh his fucking smug face when he got that first fall (laughs) yeah oh so good no Um, the whole thing is brilliant yeah no it's it's the best four matches in wrestling history (laughs) yeah um The like the whole build has been going for almost two years. Is like essentially from like the G one where Kenny won, all the way up through like Wrestle Kingdom, and like just kept going like with like the Dominion last year, and then the G one last year, and, and then finally it like resolves. It takes like like what you were saying before. It's like these two guys like on this like telling a story that were also intertwined with so many other stories then they fucking meet again yeah and it's like they just there's no i'm very confident that i won't see a better match in my life yeah and as corny as it was i thought the uh video package for kenny before he came out summed everything up really really well oh yeah Mm -hmm. it's gonna be corny just i there's so many things that like make wrestling matches so good and reason why they're um get rated such like 
with high regard or whatever. Like the CM Punk John Cena one, it wasn't the best technical match, but everything going on with the pipe bomb. They were in Chicago for Money in the Bank. He fucking won and left through the crowd. Like everything about that was just so cool. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, like their match was just so good. And it was like a, almost a year or years just of them going back and forth and Champa being hurt and coming back and costing uh, Gargano his job and all this other shit. Like, it was great. And then now with this, it's like a two-year storyline of Omega, like, reaching the top and having, like, to fall down and build himself back up and through all this other stuff. And then Okada just murdering everybody and being the most dominant champion of all time in new japan yeah. breaking every record and just being like nobody can beat me and like just was awesome like i just looked this up and like just for like i don't know some perspective on okada's reign dean ambrose was the wwe champion when he won it Jesus. to start this reign like that feels like a lifetime ago yeah. that dean was wwe champion like and that he's held it that whole time. Yeah, And geez. been, like, continually getting better as champion. Like, and I'm a Brock supporter, but, <laughs> I mean, compare those two reigns for, like, the discs, what, Brock's up at, like, 440 or something right now, 440 days. Yeah. I've got it was 720 total. Jesus. Yeah, but think of all of those defenses, like you're saying. Mm. All of those great matches that he got... Even Folly, he got a great match out of Folly, he got a decent one out of Evil, and those are the two worst matches out of that entire reign. Mm-hmm. And what can you say about like Brock's reign as far like, as defenses go? He, like he has ten defenses. They're all Brock matches. Like the Okada. Except for defenses, the AJ one was great. Yeah, that one's great. Like Samoa Joe too. Yeah, that one mm-hmm. was really good too. But that, even that was like the best of a Brock match. <laughs> Every single Okada match is different, and like even the ones against the same opponent, like the Tanahashi ones, are totally different from each other. Every Omega one is totally different from right. each other. Compare like Okada Omega to like Okada Suzuki. Yeah, like it's totally different. And then the, like the Shibata match is even oh, different yeah. than the Suzuki one, and those are like that Shibata similar. one's a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, that Shibata one is kind of like just kind of marred just because of what the aftermath. But so fucking it's good. the like, most perfect way for like if Shibata's career had to end, like that's right. the, literally the perfect way for In it. An artistic had, sense, yeah. it's like a really really incredible story. Yeah. So like I have some some questions. So Kenny Omega, like when you're a wrestler, you always try to top yourself. That's kind of how I think of it. He'll n- he'll never be able to do that. Like with Naito, I like, don't think he's. Gonna they can have great this. matches, but I don't think he's going to try to top it because, like, if you look at the matches he had, like the one with Jericho, mm-hmm. like he wasn't trying to top his okada match from the year before yeah he that was makes trying sense. to like tell a new story and tell it the best he could mm-hmm. and that's the same with like okada okada wasn't trying to top himself each defense like yeah. title defense he had he was trying to like make the best new story yeah and i think that's what omega's gonna do yeah like, and like we've reached the top but like so I, you think i don't feel like getting to the top is easy staying at the top yeah. is where the but, challenge comes yeah out. i don't feel like any of these i'm still excited for what's next well yeah and we think i thought we would reach the top i thought like there's no way anybody can beat wrestle kingdom with omega okada like yeah. this is the best match ever like it's done mm. that's cool i'm glad i got to witness this yeah great for me and then they had the dominion match and i'm like Holy shit, they did even better and told a better story. Then, yeah. Like, the third one wasn't necessarily better, but it's like, holy shit, they did something so different that it mm-hmm. kept it entertaining. And, like, and, like, and they kept the story going. 
with that third one in the G1. It's like, oh, cool. Like, they added another chapter, and it's not over. They didn't have to go 45-plus minutes. They could tell yeah. it in under 30. And maybe the motivation to going forward, because if you listen to his speech, too, and he's talking about New Japan and expanding it, maybe yeah. the motivation isn't, you know, seven stars or the best match of all time. It might just be, you know, reaching a new audience. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like you're saying... Yeah doing a different thing making a different story yeah. like him versus naito will be like call back to their g1 semi-final match and like say like how can we tell a cool story that brings new people in that will showcase naito as well right and we haven't seen the build for it either no. so yeah it'd be really interesting there could see. be a lot more to it yeah and i mean and now and so after the match the young bucks came out teary-eyed congratulated the yeah. fuck out of kenny he was beautiful yeah and then, he shunned his title to hug his friend oh, yep. so good i was i was my parents showed up like towards the end of that omega okada match and i was just watching it in awe and they were like looking at me all weird and then i had like you you know when you're watching wrestling you have like a weird reaction you watch like, this later right yeah so it's not I, your parents came to your house at five o'clock in no, the morning i i, <laughs> I was by tate's rent i tapped out at four in the morning and like i had to go to bed yeah yeah and so i woke up and the first thing i did was watch that match because that was the only one i had left and i was just like like i like was so excited and then when the bucks came out i got all teary-eyed the, 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 the cool part about this and it kind of calls back to what we were talking about the young bucks and potentially even going to wwe one thing that always is in my head that they may not is the fact that their fucking youtube show has shaped like helped develop and shape storylines mm -hmm. for two fucking major companies like they like were playing this storyline on being the elite that helped further this new japan thing they're doing with kenny and like with the bucks and then with cody and in ring of honor i'm pretty sure that being the elite is probably actually really doing the booking and then fucking delirious just like all right so what'd you guys do in your fucking show today because <laughs> like fuck I, I can't book anything because you guys already do let's see this this is why I don't think that he's going to leave. Maybe the Young Bucks, maybe at the end of the day they go. But Kenny Omega... Do you think they leave without each other? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that... I don't think it's going to be completely based on that. Anderson yeah. and Gallows left. I mean, you know, this is wrestling. But... Go Tiger Troy. And I'm not going to miss you, man. I see my friends die, man. <laughs> man I don't miss them. They're dead, man. <laughs> no, but... I actually, I was tweeting about this because I was watching the match. A long, long time ago, one of the first, well, I don't know, 60 guests on Cabana's podcast was Kenny Omega. And I remember, because that was before, that was when he's starting to do DDT stuff and, you know, he wasn't like this big name or anything. Yeah. But he said on that podcast, how there's really interesting to go back and listen to it because he said that he just, he wanted wrestling to be cool again. And I think, like, it's crazy to see that journey, too. From mm -hmm. that moment to where he is right now, do you go like why you have a chance to be one of the most influential pro wrestlers that has ever lived? Mm -hmm. And if you go to WWE, right. basically you're basically just waving that right. Mm -hmm. I don't see how you do that. I think he, th that's where I think if he were to go to the WWE, it would have to be very heavily on his terms. But it will never be that. Exactly. Well, not while Vince McMahon's alive. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it would be hard for me to but, look at a system knowing, like, if I had friends in wrestling, which he does, and he knows exactly how that system works, mm -hmm. why would you subject yourself to that when you have everything at your fingertips? I and think, you're not being forced yeah. to jump off Yeah, I think it's, like, literally hit would be him going, 
okay, I've made it cool again. Now I'm going to make cool mainstream. Like, and that's a huge challenge, and I want to do it. But they, and that's the thing. I, but I would be so afraid if Kenny Omega did go to WWE, especially like net, like not obviously right now, but soonish is like, man. I mean, because they could fuck him up. They could just fuck up all I his whole character. Be, I think he'd be shot to the top instantly. I think he's too smart, and he knows how that system works. And you look at all these people that they've done this to. Finn Balor. It's like they gave him that they sh- that shot out of the cannon when he first came up to Raw, they and it was hurt. like, wow. You know they're doing it like they're smart. They're actually thinking, and they're using this guy the way everybody thinks he should be used. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten to challenge for that belt again, has he? No, he hasn't. No, he never no. got his rematch. So they they brought it up they, this week on Raw. They know mm-hmm. that, and they never fucking did it. Yeah, yeah, they did bring that up this week. So I don't know. I'm hoping he wins. That it's just guys like that that yeah. you have to like look and learn lessons from that. And he's not naive. He knows what could happen to him if he goes there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the big thing is also going to be how his body holds up. Is he going to be like Nakamura where he's like, hey, I'm slowing down and I know I can still be an asset and make a difference here while my body is done? Because I feel he wants to be in the ring with the best guys and be able to do the best stuff while he can. But when he slows down, he doesn't want to be a hindrance on them. The only only thing that I could see Omega leaving New Japan for is... If obviously, if they gave him the promises, top spot, all these things, you know, it is on his terms. The way he wanted to be is a match with AJ on a huge stage. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a, no, like, what I was thinking too. I would love AJ, Finn, and Kenny. I mean, triple threat matches aren't always the best, but like still with those three, it would be like <laughs> the the leaders of Bullet Club. Exactly. Like, if you that'd had be a thing, so fun to watch. If you had like a heel, what about fan, uh, Hot Carl? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, can you G1. The the Final Twenty Twelve got a tattooed on his arm. The rapper Tonga would run in because I'm the fucking bad boy, yo. You're talking about Hot Carl, the rapper Jensen Cart, married to Daniel Fischel, sure. Topanga. Topanga. She's a, she's a big wrestling fan, so she goes to PWG. So yeah. my childhood crush of Daniel Fischel is just <laughs> fucking still going on into my adult years, I guess. She's but married he, to a a white battle rapper who is now like a comedy writer. Does he make good money? I mean, Kanye West owes him uh, $500. Really? Yeah. It's like, go you. That's actually pretty <laughs> cool. You, do your thing. But no, the, that was a fucking book. Yeah, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, with the AJ thing, too, is for Kenny to go, the window's closing on a match with AJ. Yep. I mean, he's not getting younger. He's, he's fucking 40. He's up there. For him to put out a quality, like, yeah. New Japan-level match, or at least a level of match that they would want to put out on WWE TV... I mean, he's only got like two years left in that window. Like, yeah, it might never happen, and it, that's okay. It is. It was good that he worked in TNA for so long for AJ, because you know, his body's probably not as hurt as it could be. Yeah, My like dream no, house shows booking brother. of that match would be like AJ's retirement match. Loser leaves WWE. Yeah. Kenny replaces him. Uh, honestly, there have it be have to be a perfect storm. Also, like everyone has to die. Them. Ha- I, <laughs> Them throwing that much money out, yeah. they would try to get a like if, to be able to pull in the bucks and they'd be able to pull in Kenny Omega. They'd have to get a fucking return. If they on pull investment. in the bucks, they got to give out the bucks. They'd have to try to get a return on investment, so they would push them. And that's the thing. But that's and again though that goes down to my fears of people that are great going to WWE. Mm-hmm. You want to see AJ and Kenny? We can't imagine it being anything less than spectacular. Yeah, we all saw this Shit's AJ Nakamura feud. <laughs> And yeah. they somehow turned that into hot fucking garbage. I mean, but it's trash. This Sunday, I think it's going to be a pretty good match. 
Do you, do you? I do. I do. Yeah. I yeah. think the matches have been good, just the finishes have been. I think uh, this is going to be the match garbage. that I think this will be their blow off. I think Shinsuke's going to we'll get to it. I think he's going to take it off of AJ here, though. That's fine. And it might be a great match, but the damage to the feud has been done. I mean, it's like you can't come back from that. You can have a great match and end it, but everybody's going to be like, boy, those first it's three like finishes like, were it's, fucking shit. It's like you have to take the New Japan goggles off when it comes to them now, because what they're doing in WWE is really cool, but not compared to what they've done in the past. I would say it's that. It's cool compared if, to the rest of WWE. And yeah. I would say that, but there's but Triple H is booking almost like New Japan does. It exists That's within true. their company. I know. Yeah. I wish every day. For a good WWE. I think that day for that man to choke on his I think that's like what's so frustrating about it at times is like there's a product within the WWE banner that like even now like with 205 Live the way they're booking that show and they're booking everything Mm. on that it makes so much sense and it's just like it's so New Japan-esque even like down to like it's always tag matches that set up singles feuds moving into a singles feud like everything is just like you see it's like oh that's how you do a feud even like them like trying to do some screwy finishes and shit. You're just like, oh, this makes sense because of yeah. this, this, and this. Yeah, like, and then they resolve Tommy it. ruining that main event like last week's made sense, and now they're moving forward into a new feud out of it. Like, it's really good. That is very New Japan. Yeah, that's why I cannot wait to see these idiots on Fox. <laughs> I cannot wait to see them scramble to like keep the ratings up and to keep a good product because. It's Fox. I get that they're making a fucking gazillion dollars. They cancel everything. But you can't fuck around when you have that many, like, available eyes to watch a show. Mm -hmm. So what they're going to do is SmackDown, and they're going to have to give up the whole, you know, Roz the A show thing. You have to give it up. SmackDown will be the A show. Yeah. Um, Also, back to New Japan for a second. Is the Golden Elite going to be like a new faction? I think it's going to be a sub sub little faction. A subsect of, like, the bull club. I mean, because the Elite was. Cody versus Kenny at the Cow Palace, if, like, and Cody's gonna lose. So, like, there's no way to go forward with saying he's the leader of Bullet Club after he loses. Yeah, the match. Like, like the elite's always just been in a subsect of Bullet Club anyway. Mm. And Coda's not technically in Bullet Club, and no. I don't think he ever will be. But like, it's like kind of like him, like little like Venn diagram nah. he's in the middle. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like how like. Kushida and like the Thank few you. non-affiliated people are basically always with Chaos or Taguchi Japan. Like they're not members of those, but they just like or they're out. just ACH. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New yeah. Seven stars. Seven amazing. fucking stars. <laughs> seven Okada. stars, which makes the four point. You said that like the other match four point three four stars. I was like. Pfft. No, you can't think of it like that because like of five is not. five is the top. Five is like match the year. It's, yeah. That's how good this match was. No, I know. Yeah, this is like when you break the scale because it truly is that great. It's yeah. very deserving of a. Seven it's like star man, rating. I got like a ninety-five on this test, and it's like the really like ridiculously smart kid in your class did all the extra credit on the it's test like and got one hundred and fifteen percent. Like, <laughs> fucking Tyler. <laughs> God. Um. This is another question. Sorry, I'm stuck on this. Uh, what's next for Okada? A nap? He a deserves nap? one. A, per- a break? <laughs> well, an excellent G1, surely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When's it just, that? It just, that's almost why I July? believe... Coming up in the summer. Oh, okay, August, so it's soon, okay. Yeah, it's but July. that's almost why I kind of believe that guy's scenario. Yeah. Because it would put Okada in a great angle where he's with Jericho and then Tanahashi comes in. It would really tie up, especially if this is kind of the end of Tanahashi 
Because if you haven't noticed, he's really fucked up. Well, yeah, he's old and... Right, it would be such a movies. great bookend, especially because of the way Okada and Tanahashi built New Japan together. Like, yeah. they brought it... You know, Tanahashi brought it from the ashes and then he gave it to Okada. Yeah. It was them and Nakamura. It would be a great bookend for Tanahashi to kind of reconcile with... Not reconcile, but at least... That's some his sort last of match with a, Okada. A positive, well, not even with Okada, but just to have this like positive relationship between the two. Yeah, yeah. And for you know Tanahashi and Jericho, which would be it's a dream scenario. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that makes me feel like this is what's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, if you have the time, watch Dominion. Ask your other question now. You have the other one that you're saying. Oh, we, yeah. we're going to get into this? We're going to have a three-hour episode? Be well, because it makes sense in the context of I this. I know. I was going to skip it. Okay, so if the Bullet Club didn't exist, would New Japan be what it is today? Granted, same wrestlers, same matches. No, because the same wrestlers wouldn't be there. Okay. Because at the end of the day, if Carl Anderson, Prince Devitt... And Fale and Tamatanga don't start this, and they start don't start bringing in all the guys in. Don't bring in the Luke Gallows. Don't bring in the Young Bucks. Yeah, stuff like that. We're not here today. Yeah, well, yeah. they proved to the New Japan office that like the Gaijin thing could be more than it what it had been before. Yeah, and so like it wouldn't have been bringing in like talent like someone like Juice would have stayed in NXT. Like that's like a small example, but like. He saw, like, oh, like, Gaijin are getting good work over there. Like, I can go revitalize my career. Like, yeah. Cody wouldn't have been, like, a big deal over there. He wouldn't have had... He would have probably stayed... He probably in, wouldn't have left, yeah. Well, he would have probably, like, stayed in TNA, where he was for about a hot minute after leaving. Yeah. Had, like, literally one match there. And, like, what would be... What would you wear if there was a bullet? <laughs> you say? Everyone else wearing a lot of plain shirts. <laughs> yeah, he'd, those again. He'd wear a lot of Taguchi Japan. Just a lot of Taguchi shirts. It's just it like people complain about the Bullet Club. I don't get it. I know I like joke around about it, but I don't get those it. Those are just the people that are desperately trying to defend WWE. And it's like they brought in this new era of wrestling. It's two different subsects that make fun of them. It's. People who think they're way too, like, smarky okay. for their own good. And then also, like, WWE defenders. Because you'll get those people who, like, the moment, like, Kevin Owens was on the main roster, they're like, oh, he's fucking, he's way better. Fuck him. Like, Kevin Steen was cool, but Kevin Owens sucks. God, that's so It's like, dumb. yo, he had, like, three really, really sick matches with John Cena. Like, yeah. He was being a fucking smart. Yeah. It's just, like, they, the Bullet Club ushered in this era of, like... I think like, I I agree with you guys. Definitely, it wouldn't be what it is. Yeah, and we wouldn't be at this like point where it's like all these people are seeing it. They definitely wouldn't have the fans. But New Japan, I think, would still be really healthy, based okay. on the fact that they did have Nakamura and they had this. They had Tanahashi leading the charge, and then they got Okada. They would still be in like a really really good position. It would just be much different. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be, they wouldn't be, like, their U.S. expansion would I don't not think be it would have crossed over, because yeah. that's, yeah. that's the big our, thing. our perspective of the wrestling world. Because it would just be... changed from Bullet Club. It would just be, like, super sparky stuff, like, like Dave Meltzer, like, oh, Wrestle Kingdom was really cool, and I'd check it out, like, oh, this is good, but, like, there's no connection, whereas, like, I, when I started to pay attention to Bullet Club, and it was, like, Gallows and Anderson winning, like, the tag, like, oh, these guys are cool, I remember Gallows, and, like... 
fucking I'm like Carl Anderson's really good and apparently he has a hot Asian wife and <laughs> <laughs> but just like seeing them and seeing fucking Fergal Devitt like being all weird with this little gun thing he'd always do <laughs> it just changed they, they were able to change so much by doing that and getting so hot and then the shirt yeah. the fucking shirt is yep. like really what did it yeah and the crossover probably would have had it not been for Bullet Club, the crossover would have still just been what Ring of Honor did for a decade was bring in, you know, old All Japan guys and then bring in these. They would have just brought in New Japan guys and it would have been this really cool underground thing for independence. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, I mean, this is a lot bigger. This is TV. This is, you know, this is worldwide. Yeah, it's huge. It would have still worldwide? been much. <laughs> it would have been much more a niche, even though it still is a niche. It would have been much smaller. It would have been Ring of Honor, like, in the mid-2000s, in, like, late 2000s, like, Morishima, yeah. in, instead of just, like, really crossing over, becoming mainstream, almost mainstream pop culture. It's in fucking Hot Topic. No, yeah. it's it's mainstream pop culture. Yeah. But there are more, more Bullet Club shirts than, I see more Bullet Club shirts than any other wrestling shirts. Oh, yeah, definitely, because it's, first off... If we're gonna talk about just the merch in general, Bullet Club shirts and the Elite shirts—they look just way better in general as shirts than oh, WWE yeah. shirts. No, WWE hasn't made a good fucking shirt since the the Finn Balor one. Even in Slash, my Slash is wearing a Bullet Club shirt on stage for Guns N' Roses. Hell yeah, that's insane. That's that, fucking yeah, insane. That is yeah. fucking wild. Hell yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, glad I handed the mic back to you for that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just, like, the merchandise, like, these tiny, tiny wrestlers. The Young Bucks would be nothing. No, they, they, they'd be, they'd be still be, like, the well, best on the independents, I mean, but, but they wouldn't be yeah, crossing yeah. over to the level they are. They wouldn't be making, like, they wouldn't have this empire. That there they sure wouldn't now. be as many eyes on they them. They wouldn't have the empire, but they were already doing this in PWG, and they were back in Ring of Honor doing yeah, stuff, yeah. so. They, they, were, they would be there. Yeah. They had a, they had a groundswell. It was it was like adding two all stars to an all star team at that yeah, point. Yeah, mm. I just mean they're set for life because right. of, because this of is, the elite. This is a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more like look at a guy. It's like, like Mark adding Stroll, me and Zach to like, the Yankees. You yeah. know, just put them the next. Oh level. yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, look at a guy like Marty Skrull, who is like, you know, people like dug the villain gimmick and stuff like that before he's in Bullet Club. But like putting him in Bullet Club, he like the villain club shirt sells. Adam like, Page would just be the fucking first match Ring of Honor. The guy that nobody cares about. Yeah, yeah. It's Adam like, Cole. I mean, look at what Bullet Club did for Adam Cole too. It was a short run, but it was six like six months. But like that uh, Ring of Honor, like when he joined, was so good. Oh yeah, yeah. They kicked the Bucks' dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also one of those things that in a few years down the line is something we'll be able to look back at and really see the full effect that they had. Yeah. On all of these things, because right now we're directly in the yeah. middle of it, which well, is badass as hell. Like. Yeah, sorry, you go ahead. No, no, that's it. I mean, that's just like, it. Yeah. Look at, like, if you want to look at, like, Hell how yeah. impactful, like, <laughs> of a crossover it is. Today, like, the Elite fought the New Day at E3 in a Street Fighter tournament. And WWE has been acknowledging it and mentioning them by name on their website. They put up a Kenny Omega, like, Hidden Gems collection from his time in Deep South Jones. today on, on the network. Like, they realize, like... You know, because they never talk about people like other companies really that are like not a serious threat to them because they just don't want to acknowledge it. They're leading, so like 
from a marketing sense, why talk about someone yeah, else? Any press, why yeah. give them press their, their why market yeah. them like on your time? But they realize that this is the inverse of that. Like them talking about the talking about Bullet Club like in this way is marketing their product Gallows, to new people. Gallows, Anderson, AJ, Nakamura, Finn would not be in WWE if it wasn't yeah. for Bullet and Club. I guarantee them yeah. talking about the Kenny Omega like Hidden Gems collection. There are people who signed up for the network to see that that were like the smarky fans that went, I'm not gonna like No, I haven't not, seen that match. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have the network like that kind of attitude about it. I guarantee there were some that went, I wanna see his deep south stuff. Hell yeah. And even if it's just for the free month signed up, and some of them will forget to cancel before the free month is over. Yeah, it's yeah. just there there wouldn't be it wouldn't be where we are today in just wrestling in general if it wasn't for them. We could say the same thing about DX and the NWO. They're just a, yeah. another huge group that changed fucking wrestling. Yeah, I mean, this is, to date, this is absolutely the best time to watch wrestling. Yeah. There yeah, is totally. no, there's never been a better time. I'm sure somebody would argue, like, the 80s territory. Man, we had the Rock and Roll Express just running wild, man. I don't man. know. Um... <laughs> I mean, you're correct. I mean, the Heart Foundation is back. God. Oh, I no. Show him. Oh, fuck. Teddy Hart, Brian Pillman Jr., oh, and Davey God. Boy Smith Jr., the Heart Foundation. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Just take a look at that pick. God. Brian Pillman Jr., that's the worst picture he's they could have chosen like for him. He's a fucking trucker. Yeah, he's got a mullet to fucking... <laughs> you don't trust that man. He kind of looks like Logan. He does, but with a, like a good mullet. Yeah. yeah. Just trim up the front, poof it up a little bit. Hell yeah. Okay. So yeah, wrestling rocks, bull club for life. Yeah. Bow, wow, so watch wow. Dominion. Because, so because of bull club, fucking Carl Anderson has a mansion. Yeah. Damn. And let us know your opinions on the Dominion. How are you guys going to watch? This is a shitty transition. How are you guys going to watch Money yeah. in the Bank after... Uh, hmm. Watch so it. That's, that's, that's so long. You just expectations. It change them. I honestly, with WWE, I watch it without. I I take the fucking smarky ass cap off, and it's just like I just imagine being a kid watching wrestling. You know, it's just like if their matches are good, I like them. Uh, and I'll, you know, how I'll long enjoy did it. you start? How long has it been since you started consistently watching again? Consistently rewatching since whatever Royal Rumble. Last year, whatever, however long ago. That's year, why. Year and a half. Talk to me in like four years. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just what like. What about me? It's fun though. Um, two, 2000. Like I took a break in 2001. You're addicted to the pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I told us to Oster actually. I, I separate everything out. Like I think of like Indies and Ring of Honor like as one thing. New Japan's a totally different product. The mm-hmm. is just a different product. You just have to do it. See, that's my problem is. I think I've always, because you liked WWE or WWF, and I liked WCW. Don't know why. I was a kid, <laughs> and then WWE was a separate thing, and I started watching that. It's because it's where the big boys play. Look at the adjective, play. Fucking idiot. But I look at wrestling as a whole. I think that's my problem. <laughs> is I look at it. It's all one thing. And there's just subsets of it, but I don't differentiate. I know what to expect when yeah. I watch certain shows. You just but, can't compare New Japan right. to WWE. Yeah. I just can't. It's I just impossible. watch WWE, and I just, I just don't understand 
like with all that talent, I just feel like there's no excuse for yeah. what they put out. Yeah, there's not. Oh no, there's not. I, I think no, of it very much care. like I think of it the same way as I think of like a lot of other entertainment I watch. Like I go like New Japan is a fucking John Wick movie. Yes. Yeah. Incredible and like full. it's like a Dean Koontz novel. Oh, so oh, okay, yeah. It, it New Japan is a John Wick movie <laughs> and like Koontz WWE novel? is our Marvel movies. Like I go in with such different expectations and I'm just like I'm just gonna be entertained by one of these. One of these. One I'm of them's more like more by. so just like like it's just like candy and one of them's like an actual meal. And that's why about WCW, I just fucking realized it. I've always looked at WWE as the enemy. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? It's so ridiculous. But I think that's what it is. That's why I loved CM Punk so much, because he was the anti-establishment. Getting paid by the establishment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it makes sense, because a lot of wrestling fans dropped off watching wrestling when the Monday Night Wars ended, because they weren't Mm -hmm. just wrestling. WWE was the enemy. I was a WWF kid growing up. And so, like, I loved, you know, the Bret Hart's and Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels. So, yeah, well, look at the NWO, but at the end of the day, when WCW went out of I'm like, yeah, the right guys won. Brady was like, no, the wrong guys won. But the right guys did win. Jesus Christ, 2000 and 2001 WCW, the right guys I, fucking I won. I went and watched the Boise Nitro for the first time this last week. <laughs> Horseshit, right? Oh, it was fucking great. <laughs> but I loved it. That was all I watched That's when I was a kid. I was a WCW fucking mark. Nobody I- told me the first match of that show was an ICP match. And that was a <laughs> wonderful so surprise. <laughs> they were so over. Did you... Did you watch the part where Dennis Rodman's in the ring or somebody's being interviewed and that dude in the Dennis crowd Rodman puts his... Dennis Rodman was here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that dude in the crowd puts his friend in the torture rack mm. right behind the interview. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. That's fucking Also, amazing. nobody told me that fucking Hogan went back to the red and yellow in mm-hmm. Boise. Yeah, I for no reason. Of this. No build. Just did it. Straight up, for I no reason. Maybe that's what where I'm coming from is because I, I all I watched when I was a kid was WCW. Is I just like fucking entertaining shit, and I don't really care if it makes any fucking Hold sense. On. The, the, okay, there it is. You, you, you two you, are coming from the same perspective. No, you on literally opposite. Yeah, you, you ended it like and even if it doesn't make sense, I'll just say how it doesn't make sense. You're like even if it doesn't make sense, I'm like okay, never mind. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Covered your base. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, and you'll never see that big bald son of a bitch again. <laughs> Are we going to preview Money in the Bankers? Or yeah. Are we going to devolve? Yeah, we should do it real quick. Should we just like? marathon run through? Well, well take over cards. There's a couple so things. Let's sprint yeah. through the real Money quick. in the Bank. Um, if you have a chance to watch one match this week, watch uh, Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly. Great match. It was... My garbage son. God, it, it was, was so, so good. good. And if you're only going to watch two minutes of wrestling, watch just Kyle O'Reilly's entrance of him playing air guitar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I he fucking so handed up. Him versus Peter Dune. All on, right. On that same note, real quick, I yes. w- I, what I want so bad is to see a... a uh, big main, sandwich about the size of your head. To see a main event oh, match uh, between... Fucking... Oh, now I'm blanking. God damn it. Cash Asono, who did he face this week? EC3? Ethan Carter the third. Yeah, that was Cash so disappointing. EC3. I want that main. I want that to be a main event match. Yeah, it was. It was fine because it's just supposed to get. It was Ono oh, being the chopper like, to the stars. Yeah. Like, exactly. I know, but oh man, it could be such a cool match if yeah. it had like thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, or like twenty. I don't want here to get gassed. You'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. NXT Takeover Chicago two. I think. Yes. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross in a women's championship. Mass does Cross take it? No. No. Aww. She loses and goes up to Maine. <sighs> Sorry. Me, that's how Whoever I wins the belt, the I mean, whoever loses is going up to the Maine. Okay. 
and I just feel she's more ready. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's Shana definitely still more needs promo ready. work. She's like making le- like improving by leaps and bounds, like constantly. But she's yeah, not, she's not there there quite yet. Yeah. Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. Ricochet yeah. wins because oh, Velveteen Velveteen loses the stars. Yeah. Uh, that match is going to be so good. Though. I, that that's going to be obviously not match of the night because that. So, you know, Mainski is going to be great, but I think that match is going to. It's going to be like one of those that's like maybe not the best match, but like one that it'll be, be talked about because Ricochet is going to steal the show. It's going to be like a lot of people's favorites, even if it's not the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Champa. Does the feud end here? Yes, oh, for now. It ends where it started. No, it ha- it has to. It's been going on for a year. And they have. They're doing the same gimmick match two in a row. They okay, like, and Gargano's definitely winning. Like. Or is he is he uh, losing and going to Maine? Nobody's going to Maine. Okay. No. Uh, Story wise, it would make sense for Gargano to win and then have to go try to get the title. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing for else for him to do. But then where are you going to put Champa? He beat up any other good yeah. guy. Yeah. Put him anywhere except the main roster. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Was beat beat I, up. Have him kill Ricochet. Yeah. Like if he went to the main roster, it's the weirdest thing in the world to say. But I'd want him on two hundred five live just so Triple H is booking him. Like, yeah. it would yeah. suck but it would suck for him also, i just love to see him be the we- like something so different in that division see, yeah. i just see, wish okay. people watch that show but seeds are planting in 205 live and it's getting so good that i do think within a year or two it's going to be a, a a very successful program i hate to tell you this but i think within a year or two it's not going to exist oh well if it's merging into a different thing where there's just more cruiserweights on the main card that's fine again but it still need to be like booked by triple h because the reason yeah. why it's getting better is because trips is like running that show mm-hmm. and yeah no i could definitely see that that 205 like could disappear i just i the only reason i say that is just because of the tv deals and the logistics mm-hmm. of when they're gonna do it it has been doing consistently really well on the network but still like, they'll, they'll probably matter. if they were smart they just tape it beforehand i know mm-hmm. or the just crowd put it at full sale with a hot crowd like or any smaller venue Oof. Yeah, like any I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they start running it like they tape made event. Yeah, and yeah, like that's it. Graveyard. Then, it would, then yeah, it'd be better because you don't have half fucking full venues at that point, and you see people leaving. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan. Uh, Lars is built up to lose. I. This is the first Aleister Black match I haven't been excited about. It'll be fine. It'll be I, cool. like, I love him so much. I don't like monsters. That's what I've realized. I don't like monsters. I will tell you, I feel the same way as you, but every you time I... You love Brock, you fucking... But, no, no, I mean about the match. About like a big guy that isn't as exciting as Brock. Brock's the greatest okay. big guy. But every time I feel like I'm not going to enjoy an NXT match, it always delivers. Yeah, That's Every true. single time. It's, um, maybe it's almost good to like go in without the expectations of normal and just let there it was, be. Uh, it was like TakeOver, like, was it like Toronto or something? Mm-hmm. That was... Rude Nakamura? Yeah, and it was like, the card's like, eh, this is whatever. It's a fine card. It was a fucking awesome that, It was a great show. Yeah, that Rude Nakamura match, like, excelled. Yeah, and like, <laughs> Dillinger, I think, had a really good match on it, and like, it was just... Uh, Eric Young? Yeah. It was just a good time. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like they every time they, they think like, oh, it's not gonna be good. They they pull it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's definitely be a David and Goliath type thing. So <laughs> so weird because Black's big too. No, he's not. He's six one. He's, he's a pretty, lot bigger than you'd think. He yeah, is. He's just, he didn't look that big comparatively when I saw him. Yeah, I mean he's not as big as Big Boy Lars. No, <laughs> it's think, just that it's it's the 
the story it's an easy wrestling story mm-hmm. they built up this giant to come and help Sol- this is literally he's been built to get Alistair over to the next level yeah uh, it's like, an easy wrestling trope the uh, highest spot of the match will probably be Lars kicking out of a black mask for the first time ever but or I I know I, I think I think because it's it's been built up that uh, Alistair cannot hit Lars with the black mask yeah, once he true. finally does yeah. it's gonna put him down yeah. yeah that's true and you need these you need these stops along the way yeah, yeah for sure this is know. the foul I mean, match there's yeah exactly for, for Alistair mm. I was gonna make that point exactly, <laughs> and also I was gonna say well, to your point, he, it's he's gonna miss that black mass and it's gonna get caught like three or four times or whatever, and then when he finally hits, yeah, it's one, two, three. three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll get excited about it. Uh, then the tag team title match, undisputed era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong against Oni Lurk, Lurkin and Danny Birch. I'm so fucking stoked. It's gonna be a stiff as. Fuck It'll be a match. fucking great match and stiff as fuck. Lurkin and Birch. Like, I kind of want them to win. Oh, I do. Birch like, is Martin Stone, right? Yes. Okay. No, this, I am so fucking excited for this. Yeah. This is the match I want to see. Just the slimy boys against the fucking pub crawlers. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be yeah. so good. And I bet that Peter Dune and uh, Adam Cole, like, be on the outside, just brawling outside as well, yeah. too. Like, yeah. Adam, Adam Cole is going to, like, try to interfere, and then Peter oh, Dune is going to come in and, like, keep that from happening. Man, that's such a good, like, all... Th- those six people like fighting each other, mm. they could do it forever. I'd, I'd be fine. I think you might have just said this, and I didn't hear you. But Oni Lurkin's like one of the most underrated guys under contract. Oh yeah, without, he, yeah, he definitely is. a doubt. Yeah, that dude for every his level of experience, that guy's off. The every match, yeah, every match I've seen with him is so fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oni rules, and he walked in on Jericho shitting. Oh, <laughs> oh that's the best, Brody. <laughs> Yeah, I bet he takes fucking dumps, dude. Jericho, he doesn't have. I mean, he doesn't have time to fucking just have little know. cute poops. Yeah, nah. he probably he probably eats terrible too. Yeah, That's a lot of vodka. Dude, he drinks a lot. He's an older man. It's fucking stinky. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes it's a lot easier to eat with a blue apron. I'm <laughs> I. I Went to the Money in the Bank Garden. I just got upset. Wait, is Adam, is Adam Cole not defending the? No, no, he's not. Uh-oh. Interesting. Do you think uh, on a on um? Do you think him ricochet? No. Mm. Okay. Him and, him, gonna go straight for him and Pete Dunn. Okay. Why would they not have him defend the North American title on this takeover? Protecting him. He's the golden boy. Yeah. He's the golden. Uh, Triple H made this analogy. He's like, on every UFC card, do you see every top star? Do you see Conor McGregor on everyone? No. They're protecting him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he'll be involved in that tag match. Yeah. I mean, he'll be present for sure. So I've always suspected that Triple H, he's had a few guys where it's like he had to give them up to the main roster. I have this feeling that he's holding out and he's trying to, you know, keep these guys down there so they don't get ruined by the main roster. And I think you'll know after, like you were saying about um, Ciampa and Gargano, mm-hmm. they don't go up, then you you know that he's thinking... Like these guys More really long term, yeah. well, and like, I mean, the thing with his guys look like, like Kevin Owens, like that was his guy. Kevin Owens is uh, an anomaly, though, in the yeah. whole system. Yeah, because he went up in like six months. He was having a match with Cena and beating Cena. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he debuted, won the title, beat Cena. <laughs> like this is six months into his career. Yeah, that's why this shit is so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course, it's like unbelievable. I was like, wow. Yeah, same with like Finn. Like, mm-hmm. out of the, all the guys to go with, they went with Owens first. The second. alternate reality where Finn doesn't get hurt after in, in that match is wild to think about. Yeah, like, isn't I thought he was, 
I thought he was slated to be the victim. Was he not? Uh, Finn? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, also, like the alternate reality where Daniel Bryan was supposed to lose to Brock Lesnar after WrestleMania 30. There's a lot of weird things that could have happened. But what yeah. was it? It was, it was supposed to go to Finn. He was going to carry it to SummerSlam, and then Brock was going to beat him. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. That's still a one-year title reign for Finn. Yeah. It's wild to think about. That's only like, one day. That's like seven months. Or it would no, have been SummerSlam this summer. SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. yeah. SummerSlam. Right. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, also the alternate reality where Goldberg doesn't come back. And, and it's Jericho, Jericho versus and, Owens for the title. And Jeez, Jericho what? wins it. Yeah, you think Brock's bad. That Goldberg shit. Are you shitting me? He beat Brock, so I don't care. His son <laughs> takes off his shirt and dabs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that made it all worth it. His yeah. son dabs oh, his son, all over dude, his, his WWE dabs documentary. All day. Not the weed dab, just the cool teen dab. Cool teen. That one. That one. That one. They know when I'm dabbing. (laughs) All right. uh, Go through just like the top matches. Nope. Let's bury the shit out of this card. (laughs) Hey, you want to Hit me with the first one. You want to know how to get me excited about Daniel Bryan? Put him in a match with Big Cass. Big Cass. Cass. Yeah, that match is going to fucking suck. We yeah. need to stop a moment and talk about Big Cass. <laughs> no, we don't. We have so much reason. We have. <laughs> because he's big. Yep. He fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I don't watch the show. He's not good. He's, <laughs> because people like this come along every three months, and I have to sit through their little buildup until they prove they can't fucking work, and then they cast him to the side, or they shave their head like they did to Baron Corbin. Hey, here's, here's what I'm saying. Hey. About Big Cass... Oh. Is he hates Daniel? Here he fucking goes. <laughs> Here's, dude, big cast. No, no, this is very anti cast. <laughs> I don't know. You changed your last name to cast. <laughs> that was for different reasons. Uh, the fucking, uh, he sucks, dude. Like, you can't, you can't have a thing where you just hate someone. Like, I hate him for being short. You're a fucking sociopath. If you just hate him because he's short. Well, his whole, his whole storyline is. He is small and I'm tall, so why don't I, they like me? And I used I used to be short and I hated When that. I was a little kid, I was short like all the kids. When I was a little kids. baby, I hated being short. And, and so I'm not short anymore. Like, so I fucking hate you, yeah. little short man. Like, this is their creativity and their booking. Like, it's 2018 and size clearly doesn't matter anymore, yet they're still pushing this thing like... When in a reality, Daniel Bryan, everyone knows will murder Cass. As Scott Steinwood said, size does matter, bitch! <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to quote Scott Steiner. Um, but yeah. But when I go behind, Daniel, Bryan is, Daniel Bryan is winning this that is match. This is the end, right? I'm the man to the largest arms in the world. This match again, right? Do not say that, because you're probably going to fucking see it again, dude. Well, you, gonna be you were with me when I booked WrestleMania, so. At SummerSlam, it's going to be me versus the little boy again. You're going to love me. Uh, love these, me in my suits. These idiots had Daniel Bryan come back. It was a miracle. He delivers the realest, best promo that has taken place in WWE in who knows how long, and they plug him in to a fucking program with Big Cass, and it's only leading to his fucking program with The Miz, and fuck The Miz. Mm. Oh, I love The Miz. Yeah. How long is it going to take? What? Oh, that's going to last forever. Is this, like, this is it? So... There's, I was no so, long-term, there's no long-term plan set in place. I was so excited to see Daniel Bryan come back, and this is what I'm getting. And I know that if he ever gets back to the top, I'm going to have to wait 
for fucking ever, and it's probably not going to happen. What the fuck is that? Uh, it'll happen well, the day after Cass he resigns his tall, contract. He can't teach that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The jury's it's, out on him. It's his con. It's I 100% think it's because he hasn't resigned a contract. He's gonna resign. He will, he but his that. contracts like due pretty soon. So yeah, I feel like 100% they're waiting on it because of like some of the stuff he said about going to work elsewhere. The, f- the fact that like who cares about this feud because like well apparently we do because we've been talking about it for a long well, no, fucking time. We're just. <laughs> We don't care about the feud. We just think Big Cass sucks because, like, if you think about it in the context of the like, storyline, Daniel Bryan won. Big Cass beat him up after the match. Big deal, because then Daniel Bryan went and murdered him. Yeah, yeah, and injured him. That should have yep. been it. They're, they're, it's done. Yep. Fuck, fuck Cass. Let's go to the next match. Okay. Fuck. Matt and I will be on the same page of this one. Seth Rollins versus Elias. I think it's gonna be fun. No, Elias sucks in the ring. He's pretty good. I agree with you, say. He's fun. Well, and Seth, I hope he plays a cool song. Seth Rollins. The smash, beginning will be smash fine. Smash his fucking guitar that John Mayer Jay-Z gave him. <laughs> God, fuck Coach. He's the worst fucking person at any job ever. He you need to listen to Matt Stryker more. Away. You listen to Matt Stryker more because Stryker's still worse. Tell me this honestly. Would you rather have Coachman Booker or, T. or Otunga? Booker T. 300. What? Or who? Otunga. Otunga. He was only on the. I've only seen him on. At least Otunga was boring. At least Otunga doesn't mix up John Mayer and Jay Z. Yeah, but that was a good suplex. That's the thing, Coach did. Rapper. That's I a, was infuriated. That's a good suplex there. Yes. Yeah. 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 At least Otunga's boring, he not infuriating. A rapper by the name of John Mayer gave Elias an acoustic guitar. <laughs> Because rappers bes- play acoustic guitars all the time. Well, Only I'm, Lil Wayne did that. Lil Wayne tried. <laughs> oh, so but, no, uh, not okay. that rocks. I like okay. that song. But Seth, no, that song's awful. No. Seth Rollins hey, smashed Elias' guitar, and I think that sealed his fucking fate. No, this match is going to... like The beginning part's going to be cool, because Seth gets a big pop. Seth has been having great matches with most people. Elias sucks in the ring. That's just all the rest to it. Yeah. Before the bell, it's fine. He's over. Once the bell rings, he's just another shitty worker. I I think Seth Rollins, and I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll probably I'll be fucking admitting I'm wrong next time we talk. But yes, I think Seth Rollins is gonna be next in line to go for the universal title, and I think they're gonna pull the IC off of him. Here, I don't know if they'll give it to Elias. Well, there's not gonna be next in line for the universal because Brock's not even necessarily booked for SummerSlam yet. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, yeah. he's such piss garbage. He's got his title going Brock home. Wrestling. You guys <laughs> gotta realize none of this shit matters until Roman finally beats this fucker. You, know you gotta wait for that, and they keep putting it interesting, off. Interesting. Uh, this week was the crowd was cheering Roman because he's not the fucking he's not being put Where in the big, the big corporate p- position. Were they in Nashville? Were they in a southern... Yeah, I don't remember what town. Okay, they're in Tennessee. That's why. He was also <laughs> against gender, right? Mm, yeah. Dude, there's oh, man, people in Tennessee that still yeah. think it's real. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn no, it. No, it's true. There's certain places he will get in, like, in a very southern part or Memphis where it's like they still like think Jerry Lawler is the best wrestler of all time. They'll be okay with Roman. Which but, makes so much sense why fucking Jerry Lawler came out. Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong in saying that Seth is the most over babyface in WWE right now? He's huge. No, uh, you're not wrong. He's not Finn Balor. He's not no. Dana Bryan, but he's no. I, he's more over than Dana Bryan right now. Yeah. And, oh, I well. Because yeah, because of because of me, Big K. Uh, I know. That's and also he good. That's is a good, slated good in that position. <laughs> that's absurd. He's killing Burn it. it down. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. That burn it down thing sucks. It got over. 
I mean, it sucked when it they said burn it down and he came out with an Ice King gimmick. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was Ice Man King Parsons? Yeah. I said what I said, and I think fucking what's, Elias is going to win. What's the next trash-ass <laughs> match? Well... Oh boy! You're in for a treat. Roman versus gender. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Oh my god! That match is gonna be good. It's gonna be a good wrestling match. On paper, match. that sounds fine because they are both good. Yeah. yeah. From what I've heard about this angle, I didn't watch any of it. I only heard about it. It's terrible. Up. It's so the worst. That, it's so bad. I think that's gonna be a direct reflection on yeah. what you're gonna. I get hope it's match. over. But I think it's gonna be a minute long. Yeah, it has to be. And oh. he's just gonna kill him, and it's gonna be over, and you're gonna be sad. Another yeah. one. Yeah. Another guy, Sami Zayn, who at one point on the independence probably was the best wrestler in the entire fucking world. Yeah. And now, look what he's fucking doing. He's To the point where Kenny Omega would go to him and I'd ask him how he was doing. Yeah. Damn. He was like Kenny Omega's, like, raider. Like, hey, am I, I doing okay? I don't think this match... Ten, 10 minutes. They're, they're going to get, no. they're gonna get minute. three minutes. It'll be three. Yeah, ten minutes with entrances, guys. Did I just hear you say three minutes? <laughs> There's some big old Samoan guys coming. Fucking oh, R.I.P. Yeah, they're they're both dead. <laughs> I'm remaining optimistic that match is gonna be good as hell. Another. I love your optimism, but then also like I laugh at it too. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you still like the show. Yeah, I got nothing fucking better to no, do. I, <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I envy that you can feel this way because. I'm telling you, I'm gonna not. I'm gonna have to work during this, and I'm gonna have to watch it just on <laughs> replay. And I guarantee you, I'm gonna skip right through half of this shit. Oh yeah, no, 75. percent I'm gonna watch like two matches. I'm so glad that I own a Nintendo <laughs> Switch now because whenever a match like this comes on, I'm like, I'm gonna play a little Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda. Uh, play a little Zelda while I watch the wrestling on the TV. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers versus Gallows and Anderson. They should just give the belts to Gallows and Anderson. Nobody looks better than Hot Carl right now. Yeah, it's yeah. on the pre-show now. Is it really? They moved it to the pre-show, so that should tell you how much they give a shit about this one. Oh, they really don't care about the tag team division. Yeah. On right. either one. Yeah. But the Bludgeon no. Brothers aren't going to lose. I am really happy that... I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to Gals and Anderson, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, and Same, then actually. Authors of Pain beat them. What so a they take, can, he say. So what a can, take. So they can build. No, like, literally, because like, in their heads, like this doesn't matter. Give it to the fucking guy with the abs right now. Yeah. Oh, he has worked hard on those abs, though. Yeah, those abs look good. No, I, both of them are looking good. Oh, well, Anderson could be the best mid card. He's got abs. He won finalist 2012. He's got abs and a hot Asian wife. I like hot wives. Your Vince is so scary. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yours is horror movie Vince. <laughs> I like hot wives. <laughs> hot <know>. wives. Hot <laughs> wives. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Gender. We gave this enough time. Who it's gonna cares? Suck. Carmella versus Asuka versus James Ellsworth. Well, James Ellsworth is coming back costing Asuka, so there it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I know. Who, who fucking cares? Asuka's going to win by DQ. Any, who cares? Like it's good for Ellsworth. Yeah, good, yeah, for, yeah. Sure. <laughs> good for him. Poor Asuka. She's been royally fucked. This yeah. Year. yeah. Okay, what did I fucking you. say? For now. After WrestleMania, that it was bullshit that she lost, and now look where they're Dude, putting. Carmella beat her. Carmella beat Charlotte. Yeah. That was what they used the win on. Mm -hmm. That's what they did. Holy fuck, they should have had that kid beater. Nicholas? Oh, Nicholas? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. They should have had the, the girl that beat Kenny Omega or that Russell Kenny Omega. The blow up doll. Yeah, fucking Yoshihiko would get a way better match than Carmella. 
I just I, Infinity Destroyers, baby. Yeah. I just all I hope from this is like the way I was I was thinking about this earlier is like Asuka deserves to beat someone better than Carmella for the title. <laughs> yeah. So at least there's that. Like she deserves a better she, she deserves to beat hers. Charlotte or Becky when she wins yeah, the title. But she's gonna get her time. But she's already like she will. they have cooled her off so much. Yeah. But that's what they do. Whenever someone's super hot in NXT, they bring them up, cool them off. They didn't cool her off for the longest time. Yeah. They fucked this up. They, they, cool they had to lose guys. at WrestleMania, which is honestly not the worst put thing in the ground. Done. No, it, it is. Because they wasted it. They, they wasted should not it. have broke it at all, but if they're going to do it, don't do it on fucking SmackDown or Raw. Well, no, like they, they wasted it as a thing. The, the way that, yeah, the way that they broke the streak was fine. It's every single thing after that starting. Made that so meaningless now. Mania. And it's now just lowered yeah. Asuka yeah. from that. Lowered them all. Yeah, because then, like, Charlotte, like, I love Becky Lynch, but then she taps out, like, on SmackDown to Becky Lynch. Yeah. You remember, you remember the day where, like, nobody tapped out? Like, if you tapped out, it was, like, a blow-off. Like, you tapped out, you're, the feud's over. Yeah. Holy fuck, this person. Oscar should have lost, like, never tapping out. Like, she should yeah. have, like, passed out, like, Well, there, so, there, yeah, there's sure. a reason why Undertaker losing to Brock Lesnar was so impactful. Because it never happened. Mm -hmm. And then that literally elevated Brock, who was having a mediocre run at best, to then this fucking killer. It's true. After that. I'm not happy with how they're treating Asuka, but I'm just trying to think of, this is where we are. It's going to get better. <laughs> no, I think it's going to get worse. That's why I'm worried you about them. You think it's going to get worse? Yes. That's why I'm worried about them with the Fox thing, because you have to draw. Alicia Fox? Like, you have to draw. Fox. Like, you have to have people that draw. And if Brock leaves, and Roman is kind of whatever, he's just like everybody well, Roman's else. Roman's on SmackDown anyway. Well, well but you don't know that a year and a half away. 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he'll, they're going to load that show up. Yeah, like, I 100% guarantee you now Braun is going to be on SmackDown because someone switching channels and seeing Braun on TV yeah. will go, who the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah that's true. On, that's the thing. They've systematically made sure that no one can draw on their own. Like, they've made sure they've gone through and beat everybody, like, the same amount of time, except maybe Brock and Roman, but nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And Braun's even starting to cool off now, too. It's yeah. true. It's true. They they can't. They don't pull the trigger on fucking anybody. Nope. Not even the big one. I know. Nope. He's the guy that they, that they would like. Oh. He's fucking big. Fuck him. Yeah. Uh, Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Oh. I hope Rousey kills. Yeah, I hope that Rousey kills her for real. You guys heard too, though, that they're flying in all her buddies, right? Oh, that makes sense. So Nia's gonna win, and then they're gonna beat the shit out of her at the end. No, no I mean she she's just gonna win, and then they're gonna celebrate. Okay. Yeah. Then maybe she gets cashed. Then, then, the then a then a horse a horse is gonna go off, and Shayna Baszler's gonna come out. Hell yeah! Maybe. No, she's gonna come out on a horse. <laughs> Maybe this will hopefully like they'll start this four horsewomen, four horsewomen thing, and they can end this Bailey Sasha debacle. Yeah, they Disaster. haven't done anything with it. That's like one of those books, you know, where you like decide how the story goes, and you just close your eyes <laughs> and decide ends. which ones it goes, uh -huh. and it's just like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? No, in this? that's yeah, it's not good. I just, I mean, if they're gonna do that, I hope that like. I don't know, do anything to keep the title off of Ronda for very long. Like, she wins it, gets cashed in on by uh, one of the horsewomen. No, yeah, but, or Natalia. Yeah, or Natalia. But. Yeah. Uh, then we got AJ Styles versus Nakamura in a Tim Allen match, last oh. man standing. I think it'll be a good oh, match, cool. and I think <laughs> they need a good joke. That was a good pulling the fucking triggers. Pull the trigger on fucking Nakamura. Yeah. His heel run's been fine. He need, If he's going to win it, he needs to win it. He needs to fucking do it, yeah. because if not, yeah. then... Like, what he's the fuck entertaining as hell as a heel, and they need that. 
make it like just do it yeah they have yeah. no choice but to let nakamura win this because he should have won a fucking year ago mm-hmm. when he was fighting gender mm-hmm. holy shit yeah aj's God, had I've a good run that. with the title yeah it's yeah and the, yeah time to just time for aj to go do something else mm-hmm. yeah there it is he can go play video games and throw the controller and i think a last, a last man standing match is going to be really really fucking cool and they're both going to hit each other in the dick yeah. <laughs> aj is the okay. exception to the rule of the people that have come from other places and gone there because he did have some cred and people remembered him. Yeah. Then we've got the men's money in the bank match. Hell yeah. Braun, Finn, Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Samojo, one of the New Day, probably Biggie. Yeah. Um, Maybe Xavier. But that'd be sick too. I'm holding out for Xavier. Man, like, okay, be all back night. to this whole Kenny Omega maybe going. How sick would a Kenny Omega Xavier Woods tag team be? That'd be okay. Shit, That'd I'd be like fun. Watch him wrestle. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I don't see him like fight each other. This is good. Yeah, this is no, great. I mean, he's getting better constantly. Yeah, I'd rather see him fight each other than be a tag team together. Yeah. So for this match, you it's, cannot you cannot give it to somebody on Raw because there is no fucking title to fight for. Well, that and then like it just doesn't matter. Like it's like it's not even gonna be that good of a match. It's not because if there's Samoa, nobody in there, he, give it to Samoa Joe, and then it matters. Samoa Joe, like Samoa Joe. If Nakamura takes it, and then you give the money in the bank to Samoa Joe, and then Joe, Samoa Joe Nakamura has been losing a lot, so that's why I feel he's gonna get it. Yeah. I hope so. Like I it's, fucking love Finn. If you go by like the rule of like people getting their like their pay per view moment on Raw or, or SmackDown, not winning. Like basically, the people left are Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, who is not gonna be the fucking person to win that. I'm God, surprised he's in the fucking not. match still. I know. Or Miz, because when he opened the briefcase, it was just pancakes, <laughs> so he didn't really get his moment. He got his moment. Did you hear that, wrong. Brady? He opened the case, and there were pancakes. Hey, in there yeah. was a pancake. That, that was good. Was full of new. It was really good. Dominion was, was fine. That was gold. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Dominion, give me pancakes. <laughs> no, but it, it's going to be a whatever match. It's a you guys want to go to IHOP after Eight this? They, don't have, too many, they too. don't have the workers in there to really make it good. Owens, yeah. Samojo, yeah. And Vin Balor, yeah. But like everybody else, fucking cares. Yeah. <laughs> Bronze clunky has on that fucking big God. ass ladder. He's going to have to pull the big show, big oh, ladder. Did anyone else feel like they were watching a weird, like, you know, yes, I don't want to talk about the fucking started, thing. Everyone's just No, I don't want to talk about ladders. it. Oh my God, yeah, when they it's repeated a, the terrible thing they hey. did two years ago. Wait, wasn't it good two years ago, though? No. Oh, okay. No. Everyone was, everybody was standing on fucking ladders, like different sizes. Raw. They did that thing again. Hey, you know, that's a good point, but I'm going to win. They were so I was like, stupid. did David Lynch direct this fucking, like, <laughs> No, Stephen segment? Lynch did. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Lynch, the guitar comedian guy? Dude, I was trying to think of who that was yesterday. That's fucking crazy that you just said that. God. I was like, who's that dude who did that Craig Christ song? <laughs> I was, like, driving, or, I was driving around, and I was like, well, who did that? That's crazy. That was yesterday. Wild. The universe, you know? Anyway, I give got it. you, <laughs> Give it, Thank give you. it to Joe. You give it to Please Joe. Give for it love to fucking God, Joe. Joe or Owens. Yeah, God, if Owens. Who fucking <laughs> Just popped in my head. It's like, oh yeah, who fucking said that? <laughs> fucking Craig Christ. <laughs> uh, then the last match of the night: Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky, Women's Money in the Bank, Natalia, what? <laughs> Naomi, Sasha Banks. Uh, How many fucking people are in this? Eight on each, so four from each show. 
I cannot wait to see Lana in this match. I can't wait for yeah, it. I can't wait to see her with that The fun fucking sunset flip powerbomb off the top of the ladder. <laughs> fucking gonna do just like a code red off of it. Oh my god. So if She's someone, got a burning hammer off the top of the ladder. <laughs> if someone from SmackDown wins men's, then it's gonna be someone from Raw. It yeah, has to be Natalia because they have to further this thing. With and Ron. they're selling her knee injury, so it would make it an extra special win if she yeah. does yeah. get it. Hmm. Have they not? I thought they dumped the thing with Natalia. I thought they were like beyond that. They just don't. She do just keeps talking about her best friend and training partner, Ronda Yeah, the most <laughs> obvious setup like for Swerve. And yeah. luckily, I have been training with my best friend, but her and Ronda Jax, fucking Rousey. Her and Jax are best friends too. Well, well, you know, actually, I think that Natalia. Oh my god, we got so far. <laughs> oh, oh Zach, Bret Hart. Zach. <laughs> hey, Brett, how was your nap? It was really good. Nice. Yeah. We got some questions for you at the end of the show. Okay. So can we finish this and then we'll talk to you? I was just going to say Italia should win because it would make sense in the storyline. Hey, you know, that that makes sense. That is true. That's true. Yeah. And to be fair to the weird way Natalia talks on TV, it's also the weird way she talks in real life. <laughs> yeah. So you, you read Bret Hart's book, right? Cover to cover. <laughs> Maybe it's not his book. Did he say something in that book about going to like Bethlehem or some shit and they had like a display of Jesus's handprint on something and he said he put his hand up to it and they were the same size <laughs> I think something like that's that that's not Bret Hart uh, fucking that no that sounds like, way more like Shawn Michaels that sounds like well, Tim Hart I, oh, <laughs> well actually it was the same size as mine because you know he was our lord and savior and I'm the savior of wrestling in Canada that sounds like Teddy yeah, they they do sound exactly the same. Yeah. But both just higher, higher Jesus are hero. Higher Jesus. voice for Teddy Hart, both like in pitch and just like he's stoned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Dave Batista bought me an omelet. <laughs> that's Teddy that's, Hart. <laughs> that's Money in the Bank. It's gonna be a show. It'll be. We'll talk about it next week too, I guess. Oh. And Mella is money. <laughs> yes, Brady. Carmilla sucks. Yeah. People were commenting on how she had she was doing great heel tactics She's in her match better. with Charlotte. That was not good. Her heel tactics were good. I get that it was annoying and like heat getting quotation marks. Yeah. But She's not as good as the Miz. Heat draws money. She's trying to be the Miz, but she's not as good as the Miz. She can talk to a crowd and not sound awkward as fuck, which you cannot say for most of the the roster. <laughs> Of the, of the women's division, I mean, we have what? And I'm hey Detroit. <laughs> you have fucking dude. Every time they've had Ronda no. and Nia speak together, because like it's fake verbiage. But no, Mella just sucks. Like she's annoying and not. She's Xbox heat, tight G heat. Not for not for me. <laughs> um, yeah, one question for Bret Hart before we go. How do you feel about the new Hart Foundation? Well, you know, I think that's uh, pretty good that Davy Boy Smith Jr. And uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and Teddy Hart are going to be doing something carrying on the legacy. How do you feel about Teddy Hart looking like uh, Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore? Oh, God. I mean, I think he's uh, a lot of wasted talent. <laughs> really, nothing else more to say about that. Yeah. Um, well, actually, at least, uh, at least, you know, situation by myself from his family. My family didn't ever help me. Then I got in a high-speed chase with the cops. And then after that, Dave Batista bought me an omelet. <laughs> they took Thanks. Mr. Money. We got Brett and Teddy in the same room today. Yeah, I'm going to go smoke Somehow more weed were, with, with Zeno. Somehow yeah. they were quiet the entire episode. Teddy, how are you allowed to come to Idaho? Um, it's because I can leave Philadelphia. I just can't live anywhere else. Oh. And I'm just going to be reading a bunch of books. God bless. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. We're at two hours. Fuck. Thanks for me. listening. And, um, like... Listen to our older, other All episodes and get a plug. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck, who cares? <laughs> no, we're going to plug. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at BlueOsterCult with a V. On Twitter, at Ostercoaster. Yeah. Uh, I'm at uh, Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. Also at WrestleDrums on Instagram. Uh, check out my dog at Xenopuparino. Fluff. Also on that social media platform. And uh, check out Bridal Giant. Yeah. And check out Urban Outfielders. We have an album release show at the end of this month, June. Woo! And a single-A affiliate of the Tigers used your guys' song? Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they used our song in a promotion for, uh, uh, is it Best of the Ballparks? It's, it's a, there's yeah. a There's a, a competition out there called Best of the Ballparks. And, Where they uh, just show... Baseball, baseball player. is a See, very anticlimactic video. To be fair, they used our I'm cover. Super into that. They, they used our cover of uh, John Fogarty's center field uh, for their like promo video. Hell yeah, pretty cool. Holy so God. vote for him. Best of the ballparks. Cool. Flying Tigers. Yeah. Go Tigers. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Go Tigers. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Kfabe Dad on Twitter at My Chemical Dad Pants on Great Instagram. Name. Thank you. Uh, you follow us at WrestleBoys Cast on Twitter at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. Also, make sure to go to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Get a fucking book, you fucking poser, Marks. Listen to a big how- book and how about you learn yourself a little something. Yeah. Yeah. And Marks. buy our merch. Bit.ly forward slash WrestleBoys merch. We yeah, have a comfy. shirt. It's good. Jesus Christ, I dropped my wallet. You should buy a shirt from us. Give us money. Yeah. Um... Um, stuff. at Duck Shirt on yeah. social media. Still a thing. Yeah. yeah. Why, wouldn't it, why wouldn't it be Duck Shirt? Um, yeah. Don't follow me. I'm just going to bury WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you do that at? Heater Rest. Clueless Heater. Just follow me on Twitter. Whatever. What's your name on there? What is it? At Heater Wrestling, probably. Yeah, that's probably Or is it, it. No X Relevance? No, I don't even use that shit anymore. <laughs> but you can follow him there. Sure. <laughs> also follow Shrek Facts 2012. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go follow my, my dead pit, like, just shit posting account. Check out Steven Lynch. <laughs> Check out Crack Crack. Follow Genuine WrestleCats on Instagram. <laughs> follow Heavy Like Dave <laughs> on Twitter. You, we want to go through some dead, just dead social media accounts because I also have t- at types of trains. <laughs> <laughs> Where I inform people about the types of trains that there is. Is that at Victor? Steven, is at that Stephen Lynch. Uh, you could follow me at, at Teddy Hart is back. What? I'm not. I'm literally not joking about at types of trains. I'm followed by the band Train Guys. Well, there it is. Hell there yeah, it is. I think that's. What, I think tweeted at them and said you're one of the types of trains that there is, and they followed me. Oh right. All so right. That's it. That's the end right there. That's the high spot. You need to retweet that. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Happy Rusev Day. It's probably dead soon. Russell Boys 316. It was dead a month ago. Yeah, that's true. Russell Boys 316 says Olive Garden, when you're here, you're, you're here. here. <laughs> Batista by me and I'm waiting.